Hey guys, welcome to the Virtus Performance Podcast. This is episode number 15. Today I sat down with the great man, Tommy Turlak. Tommy's a bit of a, a master of many, many trades. He's He works at Common Folk, so the cafe around the corner from us, which is an incredible place with an incredible community of people. Um, but Tommy works there. His official role is sales and marketing manager, but his unofficial role is to basically help heaps of rad people do some super cool things. He's our photographer. He takes a lot of the the photos that you guys will see on Instagram um, and Facebook and our website. Uh, he's away for the next next month or next couple of months, so the quality of production will go down significantly, unfortunately. But he's done majority of those. He's does design. Um, Saturday, a uni degree in graphic design, which we spoke about. Uh, he's travelled a lot. He's spent a lot of the time uh, in the US. Uh, I think he's been there five or six times in the last five years. So he's actually over there at the moment. Um, when this podcast is released uh so we talked about that we talked about community he and a couple of boys from common folk heath and bestie had started a gin appreciation society called drops of juniper which uh which is pretty cool uh we spoke about that a fair bit we spoke about just community and friends and family and the importance of i guess knowing yourself and finding yourself and learning and and improving and and embracing all the different people and ideas and things that are happening around you, um, all the things that help shape you as a person. Um, and yeah, he's got some pretty, pretty cool ideas and opinions and things on how the world works and, and how you become a good person and, and things like that. So yeah, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed spending, spending this time with him. It's our longest podcast to date. We are, we almost hit two hours. If I hadn't drunk, three or four bottles of water then we definitely would have hit the three hours so or the two hours sorry um but yeah this is this is a lot of fun hopefully you guys get something out of it uh yeah enjoy my personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day I believe everyone, especially normal people, have a story to tell. The Virtus Podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests. Tommy, 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 welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for coming. It's uh, this is gonna be a lot of fun. I got a first question for you. I'm gonna try out for the first time. Ugh. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Oh man, um, gets me out of bed. Probably doing something that I really enjoy. Like, uh, it, it's been that way since I first started working in coffee and that kind of stuff. Like, might be a tough day. Might have to do lots of stuff that aren't maybe enjoyable. But like overall you enjoy your job you know it's a good thing like you actually yeah. enjoy what you do day to day so I don't know if you can find something you're passionate about to do for work it makes it a lot easier than having to like struggle to get out for a job you hate 100% and you're always going to have those shitty days totally when like, you're doing something you love but at the end of the day you kind of look back at it and you're like well 
it's all for for a bigger cause yeah good kind of thing like but you kind of like you enjoy that struggle you enjoy that kind of like I don't know that journey towards the success or the things that you want to do in that job like if it was all easy it would be fun like yes listening to um listening to a podcast hey um and I was just talking about like the difference between um tragedy and evil and basically like so tragedy is something that can't be helped it's just something that's super unfortunate and it's just unfair and just happens whereas evil is like intentional in people so it's really interesting to think about so like basically the premise is without tragedy how can we actually be happy so like without the threat of like something going wrong yeah or something potentially like unforeseen happening and like people being taken out of our lives or crap things happening in work you will never actually cherish you the don't good have stuff. the other side like, it actually is not possible without that that unknown tragedy potential we so, use a water analogy like you yeah. don't know what cold is until you've you've been super hot or yeah. you've touched super hot water exactly. and vice it's, versa it's all relative it's all, so like yeah. so like dealing with some of the crap stuff at work like <laughs> definitely makes it like cool worthwhile when the good stuff's good yeah I like that yeah, I really like that we're actually having that a very similar conversation about what you love how do you how do you know what you're doing now is what you wanted to or is what you should be doing Oh man, this is something that I've been struggling with like since high school. Like, so like basically high school, I thought I was going to go into design. Yeah, uh, I was going to go study that. I worked in my portfolio, did all the right stuff. Didn't get into RMIT, which I wanted to, but had a good enough score that I could get into a double degree doing business and design. Hey. So did that. Um, was going along for like a year and a bit, and then Caleb uh, was at church and what a man. Yeah, good dude. Uh, he needed some help in the roastery. Yeah. Um, got me on board just to help out, just lifting things. And that's just, how you got into coffee. That's how I got into coffee. Um, so, like, since then, I've been, like, really loving what I'm doing. I feel like probably what I've been good is, like, taking opportunity when it rises. Like, that's something I'd really recommend is, like, if an opportunity pops up, like, weigh it up. Why not? Like, I don't know. It's, it's something I've always done is, like, seize any opportunity you can for growth and learning. Yeah. But, yeah, so then... Been in coffee ever since. Um, yeah, but that, that question of like, how do you know it's the right thing? Like, I don't even know if it is. Like, <laughs> Good. Like, you can't, know. you can't know. You can't know. What I would say is there's probably like elements of it that are the right thing. So like, my journey has been kind of like going through working. It's, I now realize like I have to be working in something that's quality based and can be improved through effort and hard work. Yeah. And it has to involve people and helping people get better at what they do. Like, those are the two kind of requirements. So whether that's in like, I don't know, some kind of service industry that could work, whether it's like a different kind of like quality product, maybe like brewery or like yeah. a wine making or a baker or something like, it doesn't really matter what it is. I think it's like whatever it is, as long as it's quality focused and it's people focused, like that's... Well, it doesn't really matter what field me. then. Totally. Like it, do whatever, I do, do whatever love coffee, want. but yeah. I can take or leave it, like to be honest. Like I love it. Yeah. But also, like, it doesn't... It's not the thing that, like... It haunts me. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> I, can, I could literally, like, leave coffee tomorrow and be like, cool. And, like, have no hang-ups on it. As long as I could do something that involved... That's cool. ...making something better than when I first got there. Like, that's a big thing for me. What is your role within the coffee industry? What do you do? Oh, for, the moment. For those listening at home. <laughs> so many people would see me, like, sitting in combo. <laughs> and I'd be like, cool. And I, I literally would get this question, like, twice a week, you if not more. You just make coffees like, for me. So, what do you actually do? <laughs> like... I'm like, oh, it's kind of one of those ones where like, I do lots and lots of little things and it's one of those ones you won't notice it 
but you'll notice when I'm not there kind of thing. Like all the little things. You hope. Well, (laughs) fingers crossed, like all those kind of little things. But it's like just I think helping other people be better at what they do, encouraging others. Um, But my like actual role is sales and marketing uh, for common folks. Doing the little things to try and make common folk better, um, make us more marketable, hopefully bring in some more accounts and more revenue those kind of things um but yeah basically just how we promoting common folk the way we want to be promoted like getting that internal culture out outwardly in our branding and stuff cool yeah that's kind of the cool thing that even like i was like fuck does tommy do yeah (laughs) totally (laughs) but but at the same time you see kind of you've got your finger in a bunch of different common folk pies and you see yeah the value you add to each of those things like had the snake hole boys on a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about you and it was just like yeah I think he's helped out with every shoot we've done ever <laughs> with every, <laughs> every range that's like helping it's yeah. like yeah I don't know I if, just, you could, if you could put it down what are the five things you do at work the five or five things for work for work so it would be uh, all of our graphic design so anything visual or any visual communication that's so us- using your degree the degree I never finished. Hey, that one. Been there. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wonder how many people in coffee and like those kind of industries have like unfinished degrees. <laughs> yeah. how, far, how far did you get in? Uh, ha- exactly halfway. Okay. Into a four year degree. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Why'd you, why'd you pull the pin? Uh, I just felt like the degree was never going to give me what I wanted. Like, oh. I was doing what I wanted to do or I felt like I was doing what I wanted to do at the time. Yeah. And that degree was just literally going to waste my money with hex, waste yeah. my time zap all my resources and all that kind of stuff it was like mm, it's, it's not going to get me further in the industry that I want to be in cool um, yeah it just like definitely felt tough, pressure tough, yeah tough decision to make yeah like parents wanted me to continue yeah. and like we had that conversation and many conversations about like okay well it's fine but you need to make sure you're doing what you can to be successful and learn and grow and all those kind of things which is good like yeah. good to have that encouragement as well yeah. like it's a bit confusing like I think coffee was pretty confusing in that respect like because even if you had told me in high school like that I would be working coffee I'd be like you're crazy I don't like coffee like, <laughs> yeah. like there's no way like, yeah but yeah and then to, That's cool. to wrap your head around hospitality being a career not just like a but what are you doing after this like this yeah. is just your in-between job surely yeah. like yeah. this well, is in-between jobs can, when you figure out that that's what you want to be doing that exactly. becomes I guess your vocation or your yeah yeah, last week. You know, I have to be doing the same thing all the time. Totally. And I just can't see myself ever being suit and tie, yeah. travelling for work <laughs> on the train in the morning. Like, <laughs> oh, mate. Man, if you can do that, that's amazing. But yeah. I just can't picture myself as that. Like, everyone's cut, cut a little bit differently. Everyone's cut a little bit differently. And, like, if you can do what you love, man, like, I spend way too much time at Common Folk. You spend way too much time here. <laughs> like, we're probably, we're probably clocking, like, 60-hour weeks, like, yeah, easily. Yeah. Well, it's Saturday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're talking, talking work and stuff. Clocking but, way too many hours, but it yeah. doesn't feel like much no. because you're doing what you love. And like, if you had your free time, you'd be doing similar anyway. Like, yeah. So I think that's super important. What What advice would you have for, I guess, students and, and young kids who are in a, in a degree or thinking about going to degree who go, who go to themselves, well, is this what I want to be doing or do I actually want to finish it? Yeah. Because like, I've, I've done my bachelor, but I yeah. pulled the pin on a master's 12 months in. Yeah when I realised that it wasn't what I wanted to be doing. Yeah. So. I think feel uh, feel confident that you're allowed to not have to finish it. Like, there's so much pressure to be like, well, no, that's that's a success. Is yeah. you finish your degree or you finish your master's. Like, you can be successful without that. And, like, I don't know. Is it actually 
going to make you happy finishing that like and some people it will yeah and some people it won't like I don't know it's so tough to feel I don't know confident in your own abilities outside of that degree though sometimes like yep. if I don't get this degree can I make it without that kind of thing yeah um, and if you feel like you can be confident in that Do talk it. to people yeah have people around you unless you're in a, in, a, in, a, in a field where you need the degree to like actually medicine. work medicine. <laughs> if you're going to be a doctor stay in school kids stay in school if you, yeah. but it, it's kind of interesting because I guess in our environment we've got you know we've got all kind of levels like Greg's got his masters mm. um, Katie and Ash are studying their masters at the moment and, and they're balls deep in that yeah. sm- like smashing themselves and doing an amazing job yeah. working at the same time you've got Mitch who's about to finish his bachelor yeah. got, like I finished mine a couple of years ago um, everyone's kind of at a different stage you've got Cam who's probably probably the smartest one of the smartest amongst us but he's done his yeah. stock standard three and four he's yeah. uni just didn't agree with him which, totally. which is fine and we have kids come in to do our internship yeah, and, and I say kids some of them are our age but yeah. they come in and do our internship and they're you know they might be through a masters or yeah. some, like halfway through a masters or finishing a masters and they're like they don't have that life experience and that yeah that knowing of actually being able to coach and being able to teach and totally. being able to do that things they're yeah. just so stuck in the mindset of like sucking in information yeah which we kind of you know when we're at school for all the primary school or high school yeah. straight into a uni degree you end up being 20 years of just just book just book, book yeah. smart no exactly. actual life smart yeah. like, no life smart no street smarts no yeah. ability to use that information and think critically and, and things like that so totally <clears throat> and the people that don't agree with school tend to be the ones that you look look at now and they're kind of kicking goals because they yeah. go against status quo 100% and they don't want to just yeah. dive into 9 to 5 job or yeah. something stock standard they want to start their own they want to create and they want to that's it yeah so it's kind of interesting everyone's so different and like yeah that's the thing you like, do you you do you <laughs> yeah. pretty much like so like my middle brother he just didn't agree with conventional school yeah. left in year 11 uh, became a landscaper finished his um, his apprenticeship and now he's like happy as like I've never seen a kid like so switched on about like learning things like yeah like plant varietals and like all these kind of things I'm like how the heck do you know that like you couldn't even like just open a book and study like yep. at school but now like so switch on got an investment property just bought a house with awesome. his fiance like switched on and successful like yeah. and that was his path and, and that wasn't traditional yeah. school like that's allowed and, like, and we're, we're told from an early age to kind of sit down and listen and yeah. put our hand up when we got a question but yeah. so, so many of us aren't built that way yeah. and, and we it, you know, for me, it took me 20 years to figure that out yeah. and 22 years to figure it out. And yeah. I think now that I'm in an area that I want to be in, like I want to spend that time listening to podcasts and reading and learning about the things that I'm passionate about. Mm. And I think those two things go hand in hand, passion and success. Everyone's got a different version of success. And I'll ask you yours in a second. Like, mm. I'll ask you yours in a second. But as soon as we kind of let our, ourselves be ourselves to a point and I think we we need that formal education to a point because it it allows you to decide what you want to do or how you want to do it yeah rather than just yeah it doesn't tell you how, I don't think it tells you how to do it I think it's just a, it's a medium that we need to a point yeah and there's certain things you definitely need like traditional schooling is going to provide most of what you need to be a functioning member of society exactly it would have been nice to tell me about you know 
mortgages and loans and yeah <laughs> and all that stuff all these... i still don't know yeah, i've got a house yeah. i don't know how mortgages work but yeah. anyway <laughs> carry on <laughs> you've got someone helping you we'll out. get there thank you for kp, KP for being you legend yeah um, she's uh keeping my head above water but yeah i feel like as well like and then i was one of those kids and it sucks to say but i was one of those ones that didn't have to try hard yeah and school came easy probably pretty similar yeah but school came easy and like you feel i don't know you feel like oh, i'm wasting it <clears throat> and that's kind of a big thing I've struggled with and I know a lot of people like our age in society now like who are dealing with that kind of stuff of like I'm so kind of I'm intelligent I can do many things like yeah. I have a lot of interests just floating I'm good at and kind of floating because you feel like you've got this massive like fear of missing out generation I think like yeah. everyone's like but what if I could have been doing that thing so like I do photography I do design I like music I like coffee I like all these kind of things yeah. like and I could have I could have picked a career I could have picked anything I could have studied anything at uni but you kind of you've always got that but what if but what if is this the right thing and yeah. then you can never actually be happy with what you're doing yeah like I think where do you think those expectations come from oh man I think it's it's probably like when you're young and people are telling you like you're so smart you can do whatever <laughs> you want whatever yeah. you put your mind to which sounds great on paper yeah like, because it is true it's so true but also like it really just it doesn't give you any direction. It doesn't give you any kind of like, I don't know, there's no concrete finish line for that. That is such a tough kind of expectation to put on someone that yeah. like you have the capacity to do anything in the world and it kind of gives you this like self-doubt of like, but what if I'm not doing enough? Like, yeah, or what if I'm not doing the right yeah. thing? What if I pick the wrong thing? And I, yeah. And setting a goalpost like that is tough as opposed to like encouraging someone to like whatever you pick, yeah. you can be the best at and you can like better yourself and you can improve on something that way as opposed to like, I don't know, something so open-ended and scary and like daunting. Yeah. Where, where do you a, think people go wrong? Man, I think it's like letting other people define their success. Hey, good. Hey, segues. Good. What's your, what's your definition of success? Man, oh, this is another one that's been like a long time yeah. kind of thinking about. Um, I think it's like whatever like makes me feel fulfilled and happy like good. so at the moment and I think it can change like do you know what I mean like yeah. it's going to change but at the moment like me feeling successful is helping others succeed at what they want to do which is a super weird kind of thing and super weird thing nah, to be passionate about well like <laughs> for us as coaches in here like that's that's what we do that all day every goal. day like that's yeah. our goal and I guess we're fortunate from a from success and achievement, a goal setting point of view, to see all these different people come in. We like first thing we talk about is goals. So mm. we set goals with with pretty much everyone that comes in here around training. But I try and emphasise it's got to be around life and, and things yeah. like that as well. And it allows us to kind of call people out on their bullshit sometimes when they yeah. say they want to achieve something, yeah. but they don't have that mm. that willpower or they tell they have that self sabotage and they tell themselves they can't do it. Yeah. But we see all these different goals and the people set and you see people that are just banging their head against the wall trying to achieve a goal that you know they don't really want to achieve but yeah. it's something that someone's told them or someone that they look mm. up to has said that's that success so they go chasing that yeah um but yeah i like i like that if you're helping people then you're you're making them a yeah place. like i feel so fulfilled seeing someone else like achieve or yeah. feel confident or i don't know just feel like they're getting better at what they're doing so like yeah. sewing into some of the young people at Common Folk like yeah. just like just little things like someone has an idea and instead of like cool that's a good idea whatever I'll take it and do it I'm like no you're empowered you're going to do that yeah, now like exactly. that's that's something you're going to do or like encouraging someone like hey it's it's tough you're going to learn it and I'm here to help you but yeah 
I'm here. Like, I want you to be better at this. And That's awesome. Like, I don't know. That kind of culture is something I really appreciate, and I've been lucky lucky enough to be a part of, and it probably helped me a lot. So, yeah, passing that on. I well, feel like common folks really good at that kind of stuff. You're probably a part of it, but at the same time, you're driving it. Yeah, being one of the, I guess, the leaders, one of the old ones, the, one of the yeah. old ones. You're you're a veteran. Veteran, twenty five. <laughs> shut up. Twenty five year old veteran. Yeah. But you're right. Like that common folk community, and you know, one of the things that. I've had obviously Longy from Voyager on the on the podcast. We've had the Snakehole Boys. We've had most of the coaches from Virtus. Is that community of I guess like-minded people and businesses two streets away? Mm. Um, we need Longy to move up here so we don't yeah. have to drive down. He keeps putting too much effort into that bloody I know. place. I know. He's never going to move. But anyway, but we've got that that community of people that kind of draw, help drive that success. Like yeah. I have a shitty day in here, and I walk into Common Folk, and you guys are all up and about and yeah. talking about how we can be better more or less yeah and same thing walking in here like yeah. you can have a tough day and you walk in and like exactly, exactly. camel just yell at you from across the building <laughs> <laughs> something stupid something stupid but you're like can be the best yeah exactly because it just gets you up and about and, yeah. it, and it helps exactly and I think those support networks are so important to come back to success like and everyone's again everyone's got their own definition of success yeah but those support networks allow you to you can lean on them when you need and you can help prop them up. Totally. And I think that's a thing, like, a lot of people would see from the outside and probably think, oh, it's a really superficial, like, kind of, everyone's real friendly and, like, bro-y and yeah. that kind of culture. But I think, like, legitimately, like, <laughs> these couple of businesses that have kind of got together are actually legitimately helping each other. And, yeah. like, the staff and the the customers that come, or which help clients that come clients, to yeah. Clients, Virtus family, family, yeah, his family. Let's use that word. <laughs> yeah, but I legitimately think like have made a difference, like in people's lives. Like it's not just kind of like yeah, we're kind of cool and we're a family and stuff. It's like no, legitimately, like yeah, like helping people move houses when they're struggling. <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. yeah like, exactly. Just whatever you can do, like that's the kind of stuff that it's you actually care about everyone and want them. Yeah, to be doing but there's that, that genuine care it's and genuine. that genuine want to help people and help improve yeah. and like foster that community totally like someone asked me the other day about like who's our competitors yeah. around here I'm like well there's no competitors because if the like for example our industry if the gym personal training strength conditioning industry in Mornington is flourishing then yeah. that's only going to help us totally and you know I made we have a big for our interns we have a big project where they've got to design their own gym and one of them asked how many gyms are there close to here and there's legitimately 15 gyms so like many. I could kick a football to probably 10 different gyms yeah. and you can't kick that well no no I'm not that good but at the same time like they're all in this space and that shows me that it's an incredibly healthy market totally. for us but too many owner, gym owners and business owners kind of go they look down their nose and they go oh, that, they're, they're my competitors so I can't mm. be friends with them but yeah, I think if you make that effort to build a bridge and, and talk to people and get to know people mm. and you realise that everyone's on exactly the same page and everyone else wants to help everyone else succeed then yeah. it just creates that environment where you've got all of these local businesses propping each other up and getting each other moving and the growth is 20 times what you'd have if yeah. you're on your own and I feel like healthy competition is always oh good. yeah and like to be honest so like it's very similar in coffee like so we would always say that like more specialty coffee is a good thing in an area so like more good cafes doing good things kind of helps weed out the ones doing bad things <laughs> yeah. like do you know what I mean like yeah. 
you, the standard get, goes up. Yeah, totally. Everyone gets better, and like the consumers get to that stage, like being savvy and understanding. Like Melbourne is a great example of that. Like for a coffee city, like if you go elsewhere, you will find nowhere near as much like opportunity and coffee um, around. But it's because literally the more good stuff there is, like that becomes a new standard, and like yeah. everyone has to keep raising the bar to get better and kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Become the new top top dog. Yeah, and like competition, healthy competition, like you said. Yeah, just makes everyone better. Yep. Um, like if you look at all of the like from a really simple point of view, like all the sports where they've got times for world records, mm-hmm. the world record keeps dropping year after year after year because yep. everyone's pushing up to try and be better. Yeah. I think if you didn't have that healthy competition, then everyone just plateaus and. And yeah. stops and stops improving and, yeah, and, and there's no innovation. Forward. There's no change. There's yeah. no like adapting. Like you could already talk about heaps of stuff. Like in in your industry of like ten years ago, like things that we were doing, like yeah. that we thought were good for us, and all of a sudden you're like, that is so bad and detrimental, or yeah. just like the wrong way of thinking about something. Like yeah, the wrong way of thinking, but like the the basic. No well, the yeah. basics <laughs> haven't changed, like, and that's the, that's the kind of thing. Like everyone, the one of my pet peeves one of the things like, I really can't stand is when people think they have a secret especially in our industry like yeah, the same. physiology is is incredibly incredibly I guess complex and diverse and, and it's really really hard when, when you get really specific but the basic fundamentals of stress and adaptation don't really change and the basic fundamentals of how to train how to do the basics well don't change mm. but when people say, think they have a secret and think they have that magic pill or that uh, quick fix or, yeah. or something like that that's 10 what 10 kilos in 2 weeks don't start is, like, Please, don't get me started but I'm anyway. going to get you started <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> there's like yeah exactly things like that where it's just they're just twisting things to kind of prey on people's insecurities yeah. and I think everyone wants a quick fix everyone wants something a way to yeah. to find a better way of doing something and there are better ways there's better ways and worse ways but at the same time there's this yeah people just need to realize that everything worth having takes a lot of hard work and 100%. it takes takes blood and sweat and tears and and most of all it takes time yeah um we all want these new things and we want them now yeah but we've got we we kind of forget well yeah. shit but i think we live in that that age of entitlement totally sure. but i think like a big thing that i've been coming across and it's big in coffee is sustainability and like there's so many different types of sustainability. Is it like economic? Is yeah. it like environmental? Is it like ongoing health yourself? So like you can have a quick fix and you lose your 10 kilos, but then what happens? Like yeah. a month later, like what are you doing? Like yeah. you can't sustain that. Yeah. It's not sustainable. You get an eight, eight week challenge and yeah. yeah, you might lose five, 10 kilos in that right. eight weeks. But put that back where on. are you at week 16? <laughs> like totally. everything. And that's, that's definitely yeah. something that I've come across. Like, um, yeah, like sustainability, like, this needs to be something that I can change and it's a change forever now. Like, yeah. It's not like well, a... It's a, li- it's a life... This it's is a your lifestyle, lifestyle now. This is yeah. this is me now. <laughs> this is the new me. This is the new me. This but it's, is, this is but it's something achievable. It's not outrageous because so many times like it's... Yeah. No, I'm only going to eat carrots and that's <laughs> it and then I'm going to lose <laughs> we, all this weight. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can't eat carrots for the rest of your life. Like, yeah, well, you've got to find don't that... Don't be dumb. You got, yeah, the, the lemon detox diet. Yeah. You've got to find oh. that... Like that level between something that's outrageous an outrageous goal that you're never really going to achieve or at the same time that goal that's you've set so low that you'll just tick it off totally. and go, oh shit, what's next? You've got to find that thing that's yeah. right in the middle of slightly impossible but at the totally. same time if we put a lot of time and effort into yeah. it, we'll get I there. I think the goal can be impossible. I think the 
the method and like the way you get to that can't be impossible because that's yeah. it needs to be sustainable and achievable to be able to do that towards your goal. Like yeah, yeah, like well, running running like a thousand kilometers like every day and like only eating a certain thing. What are you like, doing with push ups at the moment? Thing. Oh, I'm trying to do seventy five push ups every single day. Why? Well, so it was just, <laughs> this is good. So it's a stupid bet. So um, Sammy from Common Folk and then one of our friends TJ. Every year they do some crazy bets and the loser gets a tattoo of the other guy's decision that's so good so it started we are going to do no beer for a year and the loser got like, that, that rhymes but it's a terrible idea yeah I mean I was fine with it to be honest like I don't drink a lot of beer um, I'm more of a gin guy you have your gin to fall back to we'll talk about gin. that we'll talk about gin gin's really good it's probably the best of all the liquors but so um, the boys decided they wanted to change mid, mid-year and we switched to doing 75 push-ups every day until the end of 2018 so it worked out I think it was just short of that it was like 40,000 push-ups from the time we started <laughs> to the end of next year so that's tough and I've talked to you about it and it was like cool This we started strong and it was yeah. like alright now I'm just really fatigued yeah. and like I can't actually do 75 push-ups like, yeah. because I'm not letting myself recover we need to change it exactly yeah so yeah I mean, I've let myself recover a bit now. I'm back to a stage where I can do more push-ups, but it's like, your yeah. body doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly, exactly. You give your body a stress, oh. and it's got to adapt to that stress before you can give it another stress. Yeah. And, like, we talk about it in training all the time, but it's exactly the same with anything else. Like, if you if you haven't done something for a while and you go run 400 metres as fast as you can, you're going to be cooked. There's a good chance you're going to have muscle, like, you're going to be sore, you're yeah. going to be tired, you're going to feel sick. Injured. Straight after. And if you try and do that again and again and again, eventually you're going to break down and you're going to get sick or, or injured or something along those lines. But if you do what we call, like you, if you program it properly and you periodize and you go, well, what's your goal? Mm-hmm. And your goal is to run 400 as fast as you can. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we work on step one first and then we go step two. But in between each step, your body's got to allow, you've got to allow your body to adapt yeah. and change and get better because training, <clears throat> training doesn't make us better. Yeah. Training makes us worse. The recovery in the middle yeah. is when our body goes, I don't want to feel like that again, or I don't want that to happen again. That's good. And we adapt, and we start to improve whatever area it is that we need to. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Dorian Yates on a Joe Rogan podcast. He used the analogy of sandpaper on your hand. If you rub sandpaper on your hand and take the top layer of skin off mm-hmm. and then leave it, it'll grow back and it'll grow back a little bit stronger stronger. that's training every training you want Mm -hmm. it to grow back a little bit stronger but if you grab your sandpaper on your hand and rub the top layer of skin off and then later on that day or the next day you try and do it again you're going to keep keep rubbing layers of skin off and eventually it's going to start bleeding yeah that's what training is and that's what any change is yeah. If you go helpful leather at the start, it's not going to be sustainable and yeah. it's not going to be something you can keep doing. Oh, yeah. And I think that's exactly the same with everything in life. Like if you try and work 12-hour days straight away when you're not used to it, your body's just going to go, what the fuck just happened? And you're going to be cooked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you kind of start building on that and you might do a couple of like longer days and then you give yourself a day off and then you yeah. have a longer days and give yourself a day off, you're going to get used to that, that work ethic and, yeah. and that ability to keep showing up and doing the work yeah and yeah I think we we all go for that that intense yeah. diet fix or, and or we want it quick. food fix we want it fix we yeah, don't we have want that it quick, patience yeah. I think sometimes like it's not so much an unachievable goal it's just like our our timeline's unachievable yeah like, and we, we want might... it to happen now we're not willing to wait yeah. Yeah. wait and a the... year for that goal to happen it's like no, nah, I need it to happen in three months like I need to be there yeah. like now 
Yeah. It's yeah. Whereas, like, if you wait and slow and take your time and do it properly, like, yeah. you'll actually... You build that foundation. Yeah, totally. It's like building a pyramid. You need to have yeah. that big, wide base at the start. Yeah. to add the next base to add exactly. the next base if you try and build a pyramid with a little base at the yeah. bottom it's eventually going to be gonna a fall tiny over. pyramid as it's well it's going to be a shit house pyramid <laughs> pyramid's going to suck man <laughs> Egyptians will hate you yeah exactly <laughs> but like my favorite, one of my favourite quotes is and I've probably said it on the podcast once a week but if you the, the best way to climb a mountain is one step at a time yeah so if you want to achieve something if you want to lose 50 kilos yeah Kilo one's got to come up first, then yeah, kilo you can't two, then lose kilo the forty nine and go. Yeah, yeah, you can't lose forty nine, bang, and then go. Oh shit, I better work hard for the last one. Nope. And yeah, and I think being able to experience what it's like to try something that's unsustainable and go, well, this isn't what I want to be doing. Yeah. Which you've done. You've tried paleo, right? Oh yeah. yeah. How'd that go? Good. So like, one of my good friends, Danny. Um, shout he, out. Shout out to Danny. Uh, He's not paleo anymore. Like, we had a... It was a bit of a craze. Like, you probably remember the craze happening. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he was paleo and encouraged me to do it. And I was like, no, I'm really interested by this. Like, I feel like it'd be good. Like, I, I understand um, the idea behind it, the intention behind it, and yeah. it does make sense in that respect. Um, yeah. It was the healthiest I've ever felt. Like, I awesome. feel like... Uh, if I could do it, I would do it again, but it's yeah. just not sustainable. Like, Could you do it and do it slightly differently and make it sustainable? Yeah, so even like the creator of paleo was talking about 80-20. So like um, if, you, if you're mostly doing paleo, it's going to be beneficial. But yep. then, um, yeah, just trying to find that sustainability. So I was going really good. It was about nine months and I was just like, I was lean. That's a long time. It was good. It was like a good sample size. Like... Um, yeah, I was lean. I was feeling good. Like I wasn't even working out hard. I was just like eating better and fueling my body differently. So yeah. basically, the idea is you're running your body off only fats. Like yeah. So and you come to into a state of ketosis. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're eating twice a day max. Like yeah, just long, slow, sustained energy, and it's like it is good food. Like you're eating like Christmas lunch. Is essentially how I describe <laughs> it. Lunch. It's like Without potatoes. Well, you can have sweet potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so things like that. And it depends on like, what kind of hardcore version you did, if you're doing Whole30 or if you're doing like a more relaxed style. Like, But basically the idea was like you're putting, you're putting in only pure kind of fuels that you're running like a high-performance car. Like yeah. you can only take this kind of fuel. And if you do that, it'll run really well. But as soon as you put crap in it, it just like clogs you up and you feel like gross. Yeah. Um, also, that high-performance fuel is actually needs preparing. It, it takes time a lot of effort and it's pretty hard to be social and paleo so like you were going out and you're like can't eat any of this cool I'll just hang out and I ate before I came so I'll just yep. be that guy that's just sitting there <laughs> just hanging out. like and that's what it was and yeah. like I like food food's quite good um, so it kind of stopped I went to America with a friend for a snowboarding trip we got an RV and then cruised around the states for like six weeks and just snowboarded like ten different mountains awesome and we went to like cool we're going to get in and out and we're <laughs> going to get like burgers and we're going to yeah eat stuff and I was like cool I'm, I'll be pretty good but I'll just have a bit of stuff and I was like man I've missed what all this kind of stuff like, fell off the rails yeah. big time <laughs> and that's what it was it was like coming back and like nah and I did I fell off big time like and I put put back on all the weight and probably more Yeah. but it was like the sustainability of like you couldn't enjoy paleo it became all consuming and you were this you were a paleo person like yeah. you were that kind of like you couldn't that yeah. defined everything you did was like through that prism of paleo so like, how did how did that affect like social social life and, and social it wasn't circles? too bad but yeah. you just felt like the stigma yeah. like, do you know what I mean and it was also like at home 
I was the only one doing paleo. So mum and dad weren't, my brothers weren't. So you had to do everything. It was very, it was very much a chore. Yeah. And like, your whole day was like spent like, cool, what am I having for breakfast? Cool, I'm having this. And you <laughs> Everything centered around how yeah. you're going to get, like, get to the next Totally. And I can eat. imagine like a lot of diets and a lot of like, even like, um, sports would be like that. So like powerlifters, weightlifters, bodybuilders, yeah. those kind of people would be like, their whole day is like planned around You meals. need that routine. Yeah. yeah. And it's full on. I was like, it's just, you, if you could do it, good on you. And I feel like it's healthy, but then also like, there's so many other things you're missing out on. And yeah. I don't know. It just, it wasn't a priority of my life. Yeah, that's fair. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and if you want to prioritize it, it's cool. Yeah. But for me, I was like, that's just taking up way too much time and energy that needs to be. Well, if, you, if you want to do anything to an extreme, you need to, there needs to be sacrifices. Exactly. And I think that goes for anything that you want to achieve. If you, if you find out what needs to be done and you do it to a T, then you're going to be successful in, in yeah. doing it. It's, just, it's that whole balance thing. If you, if you want balance everything's got to give a little bit yeah exactly so you've got to figure out why you want it and what you want yeah and I think setting <clears throat> setting those goals so if your goal is to lose a lot of weight and, and test it out and see how, how it went then you probably tick that box yeah but if your goal is to be the same weight in the middle of that as you were three years down the track then yeah. maybe maybe you didn't tick that box yeah. because, you, because it's not something that's sustainable yeah um, that's you it. know it's I just don't think long term it was ever going to be the solution for me being healthier. It's probably you know what, I mean? what did it teach you about diets and, and totally. eating? Oh, it just taught me like how to think. Oh, definitely like the stigma of like fats, and I think that's definitely changing now. Like, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, definitely. Like for so if long, I stop releasing up, stupid fucking documentaries. That'd be great. Oh man, like but everything's like cool, fat free. It's like sick, but it's got a million sugars in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to help you. Yeah. Like just those kind of things. Learning about like why would you buy something in a packet when you can buy something fresh? Like yeah. Stuff like that. Like, that's a simple rule. And that's like, if you can... Basically, the paleo rule is like, if you go around the outside of the shopping center and don't go into the inside... That's a really, really... Like, it's just a smart rule. Like, it. even if you're not paleo, like, yeah. think about shopping like that. It's such yeah. a good way to think about it. What's well, for... And, like, my job as a strength and conditioning coach isn't to tell people what to eat. Yeah. <clears throat> but we have those conversations around fueling your body and putting things putting the right things in and, and you know when it comes to the actual dietary advice Maddie's the Maddie's the go-to in this place but it allows you I think doing something like that allows you to identify far out I was putting a lot of processed crap into my body and you actually totally allows you to be aware of what you're doing mm-hmm. and I, I don't believe in I believe in extremes if you want to do something extreme you need to do extreme things mm-hmm. but for just living life and just being happy and, and sociable and someone who's not a cockbag to be around totally <laughs> it's you you need to find find those things that you actually enjoy doing and if you enjoy going around the outside of a shopping center and, and eating the right things then you're going to be more likely to do it if you enjoy eating to fuel your body so you can train but also going to have a burger every now and again yeah, or go have a couple to New York of to try pizza like yeah, stuff like that exactly like, exactly you don't, wanna, you don't want to do that yeah, you don't want to miss yeah. out on all those things yeah. so I think it's it's one of those things that it just you need to find find the I don't like the term balance it's tough you need to find the balance it's almost like you've got to find your answer it's your balance yeah yeah it's your answer like, that's good what, what's my answer to living a healthier life it's not this crazy hectic 100% paleo but yep. it's like that's taught me some good stuff yeah. You're going to steal little bits and pieces of that. Totally, yeah. And just the way you think about fats fueling your body, like, it's such a good thing to think about. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And I think, but when, when we understand a little bit better, when we know better, we, do, we tend to do better because yeah. we 
you know, you make that little dif- different decision as when what what we're going to have for dinner or yeah. Um, we did have burgers for dinner last night though. No, how good are burgers? Burgers are amazing. <laughs> burgers are amazing. <laughs> but eighty twenty rule, like yeah, you look at if you're eighty percent ticking the boxes, you can look after yourself and enjoy that social aspect of food yeah. that comes with it. Yeah. Talk about back to coffee for a little bit before we yeah. talk about travel and stuff. What do you love about the industry? I do love the uh, the quality aspect of coffee yeah. and the community aspect of coffee. So for me, like when I was full-time roasting, so it's a bit different to my role now, but like the reason I really love coffee was being able to take a roast. So first roast of the day, let's say, you've roasted it, you've taken away, you've you've brewed it up and you're now tasting it and you're evaluating and you're like, yeah. okay, what's There's good a about it, what's bad about it? let's make a change and then making that change like that process for me is just like I try to carry that through in everything I do now like cool. that I learnt that there and just like it's kind of that's where my quote came from like nothing can't be improved I um, love that yeah it's like a double negative and when I first like kind of like said it it's like wait what am I saying like but if you if you think about it it makes a lot of sense like Nothing in life can't get better. Is basically yeah. what I was trying to say. Like, yeah. there's always like a little bit that could be better. Except and, your like, photos. Except for my photos. Thanks, Snake. Shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just the idea of so coffee is such a, a tough one to do. So it's a natural product that's always changing and aging. All the beans. And the taste is subjective too. That'd be the hardest thing. Taste is subjective. So like all the beans are different sizes as well. So you're trying to roast that. Think about like yeah. when you when you're doing. Uh, chips in the oven or something and you've cut up like you've got like, french fry size you've got like wedges size. so many different sizes and you're trying to roast so that. beans are the same yeah you're trying to roast that to the same beans are the same they're all different sizes and shapes different densities and you're trying to like how can I consistently make that taste good like yeah. so you're juggling all that stuff all the time like different weather like a cool day is going to make the coffee roast different because like really? the air is a different density mm-hmm. so it heat differently all those kind of things because like, a million variables that you don't even think about keep going because this stuff fascinates me and it's insane Caleb gave me the shits because he stopped talking about it he wouldn't keep going deeper yeah What? so so you can get coffee from a certain farm yep and roast it on different days and it tastes different completely different far out so if it's like a really cool day the yep. air is going to be denser and it's going to be like so it's like a a car a car really likes running on cool days because it can it can chomp down on the air because it's nice and thick and yeah. juicy. Um, as soon as it's thin, it struggles. So that's that's definitely one. So um, coffee can so the same coffee could taste differently on different days, but yeah. it, but it also will taste different depending on where you drink drink it. Yeah, where it was roasted. Where it was as roasted. Well. Yeah, and also yeah. like so, and then things like when you so this is just roasting. Like then you uh-huh. get to stages of like okay so. The difference between a coffee that was roasted two days ago or like two weeks ago, yeah. completely different. So it's degassed. There's CO2s being released from coffee uh, all the time once it's been that's roasted. Amazing. So that's changing. Yeah. Then you've got, okay, let's brew a coffee at 96 degrees and one at 92 degrees. It tastes completely different. Let's, right. let's put 24 grams in for both of these, but one of them I'm going to get 40 grams out and I'm going to get 60 grams out of the other one in the same time. <laughs> Completely different. Does it drive you crazy that there's so many variables? So or, or do you love it? So crazy, but yeah. also you're like, I love it. And there's so many different things you can do. As like a coffee professional, your job is like you're in a boat and you're trying to plug as many holes as you can <laughs> and like how can I stop all this crazy stuff happening yeah. and get a consistent product? Yeah. It is really tough. Like coffee people are really jealous of like beer, uh, like breweries and winemakers and that kind of stuff because they can finish a product, yeah. put it in a can or and a bottle or something, and send it out. Ours yeah. is like, cool, 
we've done everything we can put it in a bag <laughs> and now we're giving it to some chump and they could stuff it up like, yeah, and, and then, then it looks bad on us yeah it's really true. really tough so you love and hate it it's yeah. it's it's a constant battle but it's also why we love it I think like yeah. Because there's so much... It's such a challenge. Because there's so many variables, there's so many ways you can improve it, that's, but it's also so, so many cool. ways it could go wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. For all, for all the coffee drinkers out there that get annoyed when their coffee doesn't taste the same, yeah. what, what do you have for them? What are, oh, what, you, you, just, just be just, understanding that yeah. it's tough, but like <laughs> yeah. also it's kind of unacceptable. Like yeah. You should have a consistent product. Like The idea is like if someone really cares about coffee, they, they can do all these kind of things to help. And they can work it out. Put yeah. those things in place so it does. So that's, that's where you kind of get yeah. that, those specialty coffee roasters that are really totally. make a difference because yeah. they're able to tick those boxes. They're buying good time. coffee, they're putting in procedures to make sure that the coffee's roasted as consistently as possible so it doesn't change. Yeah. Then they've got good baristas like doing everything they can to make sure it's tasting the best that it can. Um, but yeah, having said there's that... There's so many different cogs that need to be ticking yeah, over. Yeah, really stuff well. goes wrong. And it's, and it's also like... A lot of it would be like the final point would be the baristas. Like if they if they don't give a crap, they could have everyone else in the chain could do such a good job, yep. and it gets to them and that's like don't give a crap. Yeah, that's when you could Ends get that shit coffee. Totally. Having said that, also you could have like a shit product that gets to them yeah. and a barista that really cares, and they'll get as much out of it as they can, but yeah. it still just has no potential left. Yeah. Okay. So it's like really interesting. Whatever part of the chain I'm in <clears> at each time, it's like my job is to facilitate and leave as much potential in there for the next the person quality. to take on. So, like, what window of opportunity am I leaving for, like, the next person in the chain is, like, yeah. a really cool way to think about it. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Coffee's fun. Yeah. It's full on. What's your favourite type of coffee? Oh, man. I just... I like coffee. Like, I don't... Doesn't matter. I could go days out drinking coffee. Like, I don't need it, but, yeah. like, I enjoy all types of coffee. Yeah. Definitely not the ones from uh, Bali that have gone through a cat. Yeah. That. <laughs> What's it called again? Copy Luwak. Copy Luwak, that's you, right. You can have that. That's good Good chocolate, the Copy Luwak chocolate. Coffee, coffee chocolate. Yeah. I liked it. I yeah. liked it. You can keep it. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I prefer, prefer black coffee. Um, yeah. Espresso or long black, like, that's probably my go-to. But otherwise, batch brew, which I'm currently drinking now. Nice. Thanks, thanks Common Folk. Mine's empty. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Shit. One of your many lattes. Yeah. It's kind of, that's, yeah. that's a lot of fun. Mm. For it's fun but I think you'll back me up on this like some of the ones you've had have been questionable flavours like thanks Tris thanks Tristan <laughs> Caleb's getting to that zone he's trying to give you stuff in like a rubber glove yeah the rubber glove's still out there that's disgusting I'm going to keep it I'm going to see how long it lasts for so for anyone who doesn't know like <laughs> every time Lockie comes in it started once he came in he just kind of I asked him he wanted the coffee he's like surprise me <laughs> like cool alright so I just made him like a super super strong coffee in a massive like 400 mil mug and it was great. Like, yeah, it tasted that was good, really good. But it also for a podcast, and I was like talking a million miles an hour. Yeah, like, and that's where it started. So then next time we came in, it just kept getting worse. Like some of the good ones, we had like a massive cookie jar. That, that was fun. That was delicious. Too, but too, also delicious. And that's yeah. the thing. So like yeah. my, my goal is like it has to also taste good. Look and weird. Up, upside down coffee. Upside down coffee was, was good. Two cool. D latte on a plate. Yeah, was pretty solid. good. Yeah, it was pretty good. There's been some uh, questionable ones. Caleb made me one out of the coffee scoop the other day. Yeah, but that, uh, it spills everywhere because it's like got two holes. Yeah, in. I just spill it. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, the coffee bag was fun. Yeah, like the that was fun bag. to drink. Yeah, that looked the, cool. The ladle. That's I think that's the, the best ladle. Because <laughs> you couldn't put. It I, down. I had a latte out of a soup ladle with latte art. Yeah, and I had to hold it. I couldn't put it down because <laughs> the ladle was round, so it wouldn't sit. Uh, so that yeah, but it, like and that, I guess that fun and that enjoyment makes makes me more keen to jump over to common folk if I, like we yeah. got coffee here yeah and it's your coffee yeah and we got a machine that's very consistent so it yeah. tastes 
good all the time, but it's like it's it's yeah. a different vibe. Like we're coming into to come folk, and I think that's and what's so why it's so special. Yeah, I think that's the attitude. We find the balance of like let's have lots of fun, but also like we really care about making sure it tastes good as well. Yeah. Like that's yeah. it's both. Yeah. Like, well, you know when you need to put your serious serious pants on because totally. you need to tick all the boxes around yeah. the roasting process, but at the same time, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Exactly. And like putting your things in place so you can have fun so like getting good equipment that will be consistent yeah like getting good baristas that know what they're doing and still have fun yeah. while they do it well the like, people's the best part people's yeah. the best part I would argue like we could have crap coffee and as long as we've got really good people like you can have a successful cafe and fairy lights fairy lights also are good <laughs> and good music you need to have good music yeah good DJs hooked on a feeling put no, it on put it on play that. he's killed it <laughs> no I've changed it I'm, I'm different song now alright what are we on I'm on Moby Moby. I listen to Moby for like four days okay. straight. Okay. I tend to I tend to get a, get a little bit uh, obsessed with one song or album. Yeah, and okay. Just play and it. Is a murderer. Yeah, and tries to yeah. I kill it. Kill. I kill it. But then when it comes back, it'll come back around in like three months. My my example is when um Gautier's somebody that I used to know yeah. was on. Oh, and just like but everyone murdered that song. Yeah, because it hit all the commercial radio stations as well. At as same Triple time. J. It was just like, <laughs> and I got so sick of that song. I'm like, please don't kill it. And like. Shout yeah. out to Roshana, but she's a killer. Like, <laughs> she's killed songs. She's killed before and she'll kill again. Like, she's brutal. Shakira. Yeah. Oh, man. Shakira. She, she does. She looks look like, like Shakira. Shakira. She's basically <laughs> a younger Shakira. Yeah. But she, she's got good taste in music. Like, not even a lie. Has good taste, but will just murder the same 20 songs. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with no, that. No, I'm because, not okay with that. Because then you get to a point where you go, you know, I went to put Hooked on a Feeling on the other day. Yeah. Just to annoy Cam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there and went, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with that song wow. for now. Yeah. And I hated myself for that moment. And then I found something else. And now I've moved on with my life. It's true. So, you know. Yeah. You I feel like you I get can to have before t- that stage. You can't have too much of a good thing. Yeah. And I feel like you've probably got a better tolerance than others for yeah. a song. Sometimes, yeah. like, you're fine with it, but everyone else is done with it. Which is even better. Okay, Rashad, <laughs> I try to kill everything. <laughs> She's just started playing, like, one of my favorite songs ever. Oh, no. She's, like, hooked on it. I'm like... I like pulled her aside. I'm like, legitimately, like I've been joking before about you killing songs. But like, this is my favorite song in the world. <laughs> don't ruin it for me. I don't know. I will not be responsible <laughs> for what I do. Like, just don't do it. Be warned. Like, what is your favorite song of all time? Uh, it is Little Dragon, My Step. Weird one. Not many people know it, but I don't know why I like it. I've just always liked it. That was one of my last questions. Actually. Yeah, no, we've skipped cr- around. Cross that off. No, that's good. What do you ha- What do you hate about the coffee industry? And and oh, the wankers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'd like to think I'm not a wanker, but. Having said that, I'm pretty snobby. Like, well, I won't drink bad coffee. Well, Reese, Reese said yesterday, back when we used, back when we weren't coffee snobs, we used to get it from the bakery. And yeah. I'm like, are we coffee snobs? He's yeah, like, I think we're coffee snobs. Yeah. Well, I just, liking a good thing, does that make you a snob? I don't think so, but I feel like the wider society would say yes. So, I don't self-identify as a snob, but I feel like <laughs> most people would identify me as a snob. Okay, oh, I, I think I've got a way to figure it out. Would you drink a 7-Eleven or Mac's coffee? No. So, there you go. I would rather go without. Yeah, same. Easily. Same. So I think maybe that is a coffee snob. Yeah, I think but it's a coffee snob. why is that a bad thing? Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. No way. Quality. Yeah. Quality. I, back before Common Folk were open early enough, we used to, and we did we had a coffee machine, so we were like, without coffee, and you start at 6 a.m. in the morning, middle of winter, mm. you need something. So I used to, <clears throat> driving from Piersdale, I used to have a thought on the way, I'm like, yeah, maybe this will be the day when a Macca's coffee will be good. I've never once, and like, I, I, like this probably makes me snob, I don't care, yeah. but I've never once driven into Macca's, driven out of Macca's, drank coffee and thought, that was a good idea. I've yeah. always regretted it. I feel it. like that's McDonald's in general. Like, good idea at the time. Nugs. 
you've finished it, and but you've even finished your nuggets, yeah. and then you're like, that, yeah. <coughs> okay, there's a there's a way around it. The wraps, okay, with two chicken breasts, yeah, grilled, and and it's a it's a decent feed if yeah. you can't find anything else. Yeah. Only if you can't. When find I was paleo, I used to go and like, I oh, can I please get two seared chicken patties? <laughs> just just eat a thing, and they're like, you're a weirdo, but good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well it's Bad. it's food. It's like butter. Maybe. It's like a Maybe. butter and chicken seared. Like it's delicious, but also way too expensive for what it is. Yeah, true. true. But yeah, Macca's is usually like a great <laughs> idea, and then about two minutes after you finish eating, you're like, "Why did I do that?" Yeah, Bad that's idea. fair. That's fair. Regret. But that's the same with every everything. Every, like yeah. as soon as you go for mouth pleasure over. Yeah. Like long term pleasure. And you build it up in your head. You're like, oh no, it's gonna be like on the ad. Like <laughs> the not... lettuce is gonna be bouncy, <laughs> yeah. and like it's gonna be so tasty. And it's gonna bring all our family and community together because yeah. that's what <laughs> they're going for at the moment. Yeah, and, totally. and then it'll be the most magical meal we've ever eaten. Yeah, but it's never. Wait, like are that. you sponsored by McDonald's? Yeah, we are actually, <laughs> and we're loving it. Good one. Yeah. Shout Shit. Out. Shout out to Morning to McDonald's. I'm like loosely sponsored by Common Folk, I think. Oh, for loosely. sure. Loosely. Yeah. Let's do that. Except I'm not going to eat food there for next month. You're not going to eat food? No. I, 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 sp- I spent too much money. Yeah. Spending too, too much, much money. money. So so what I'm going to do is just drink coffee. Yeah. There. And probably drink juice because I like juice. juice but no food. I, like I've set myself Fair. a rule. I like it. And I'll, and Also, yeah, hit me. while we're on it, what do you think as a, as a professional in the uh, fitness and health sector, what do you think about our current menu? could be better it could be it could yeah. be healthier uh, I feel like because we have a lot of people like you because we're such a local establishment we and have there's a lot 37 of gyms within a 20 mile, 20 meter totally radius. Our, our demographic is a lot of like fitness people a lot of like mums and then yeah. on the weekends it's when it diversifies but otherwise it's a lot of people coming in like four times a week like on average I reckon I, th- I think you need to have the side options a bit better yeah from a from a consumer's point of view yeah. well someone you don't want to have chips yeah you don't oh yeah I eat there every day I've, I've eaten there every day for the last two weeks that's yeah. what that's what's caused me to go yeah and I'm big on doing what I said I would do so yeah. like one of, one of my kind of personal rules and I've been pretty good lately but you break it every now and again but it's just having integrity and doing the things you said you were going to do so yeah. this, this is going to hold me accountable to me yes not eating and by the time I release this it'll be like Three weeks because I got a, I'm backed up a couple. It's about that. three four weeks. Yeah, I should have had not eaten one meal at Common Folk. So what's the date today? Uh, it's the 26th of August. I started on the 24th. I had my or 25th yesterday because I had cool. my last nice. last two meals. So <laughs> two if anyone sees Lockie eat before the 25th of September at Common Folk, with a piece of food, yeah. they can slap it out of his hand. Yeah, you're allowed to. Yeah, you're allowed that's to. the rule. It's just yeah. like run up and just slap it out of his hand. <laughs> but from a menu point of view, you just got to have. You gotta have a, just a variety of, of nutritious foods. Yeah, but chips as a as a side, no, like no good. You need to yeah. There needs to be something more. There needs to be something substantial. Like yeah. I don't know. But it's but it's, it's, it's a tough. Like the food's great and it's delicious. I just don't think you just should go be hang out with that. Just go day. hang out with the guys at Flock. Yeah, Flock's got some good food. I love not even joking. It's amazing. They kill it. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really good to get you and Maddie. Um, to like kind of consult on the next menu. Stuff, oh I yeah, think. that'd be a lot of fun. Like, oh yeah. Let's I'm going to name each meal. Yeah. We're still, what happened with the Wallace? We were going to have that, weren't yeah. we? It's just going to be like a, a meal, bomb. A meal called the Wallace. <laughs> Talk me through it. Oh. Uh, it had I'm, avocado. I'm, uh, it had avocado, pulled pork. Uh, eggs. How many eggs? Uh, two eggs on top of a sourdough with sour cream and jalapenos. Oh. Hey, Mate, hey. Bring it back. Yeah. Or bring it in. Bring it Call- ever. 
I just kind of wanted to call it the Virtus just to keep the marketing up yeah. for, for I like that let's do that yeah. well, I, I was even thinking like I'm going to put this out there so then I have to be accountable as well but I think <laughs> it would be good to have like Virtus endorsed items yeah that's cool as, like, we'll put a little V next yeah, to it yeah a little V next to it a little logo good. of like cool this is like something that's good that's for you that's a great it's idea like, it might good. not be healthy and, but it's good for you like, yeah but then, then, we, then we look at food and anything that makes you happy and, help, and helps you... In moderation. And in, everything's good for you in moderation. Yeah. And everything's bad for you in, in if, if you don't look at moderation. Exactly. Like, you can overdose on water. Yeah. So don't do that. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't Lock do that. trying. This is like his sixth <laughs> bottle of water in this podcast. I need, I need to drink water while I talk. <laughs> but if, if you... Yeah. I, so it's a, it's a toughie because there's no good or bad foods. No, It's just not. how much you put in your body. Yeah. Now, we um, can have a but we could definitely menu item. Oh, we could, we could definitely do a, a preferred, Virtus preferred. Yeah. Um, but if you're, if you're in a social setting and you're eating a burger, who cares? Dude. Like, But it's just a matter of that balance and making yeah. sure that you find find ways to make sure that you don't, that doesn't become the norm. Yeah. And that's where people go wrong, I think. Yeah. They either go all the way one side and don't yeah. treat themselves. And I use the treat yourself treat thing because I love, what was it? Is this a community? No. Uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, oh, yeah. Man. Um, While we're on this, yeah. best, best burger in Melbourne. Best burger in Melbourne. Oh, mate. I used to... Here we go. So, <clears throat> play, play footy in the city, and one of my best mates used to live in Melbourne. He lives in Sydney now, which is really selfish of him to move away. But yeah, sure. we used to... One of the things we used to do was we'd go watch a movie and go have a burger for like... I think we did it for a whole footy season, like once a week, maybe once every two weeks. So, we used to... We had a... We rated every movie, and we rated every burger. Wow. So, <clears throat> the best burger in Melbourne... Is the Denise burger from Huxter Burger? Okay, yeah. yeah so it's, so it's just loaded up with jalapenos. But I've got a little bit of bias because if you put jalapenos on something, I'm probably gonna love it. Mm, okay. Second best burger is the Marywell Burger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. The third best burger doesn't exist anymore. Oh. It's Tree of Us on Church Street in Richmond. Heard of Tree of Us? Nah. So it's just. Yeah, three three guys that started a burger burger joint that, that. is now closed down. Yeah, well, I think it's turned into something else. But that was an amazing burger while I was around. Yeah, fourth best burger, probably Yama God. Yeah, just Yama God with cheese, just real simple, just straight up. Fifth, yeah. fifth best burger is I think it's called Babu Bar Burger. Yeah, yeah, on a uh, Chapel Street. Yeah. but you can make your own. So yeah, so that's kind of you. You could turn that into the best burger ever. Mm. But I've got a theory about burgers. Here we and go. we're getting way off topic, but I don't no, care. I love this. That's the whole point of a podcast. <laughs> I've got a theory about burgers. So to have a good burger, you shouldn't notice the bun. Totally. When you notice the bun and, and there's like, there's quantity of bun and you're just like, there's too much bun. Mm. No, the bun should sink into the burger. Yeah. So when you're like, that's something that Huxley... Flavor-wise and texture-wise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. something that Huxley burger do really well. And I don't care how much sugar's in the in the bun because yeah. if you're eating, having a burger dude, if you're in a burger you want to treat yourself <laughs> but that's what they do so so well and very well as well is you eat the burger and you don't notice the bun yeah. it's just a burger it's it's one in itself yeah so yeah I agree. but yeah like that's what that's where everyone bangs on about fat bulbs that's where they are lose they fat lose bulbs me. is okay it's because the, the bun's no good yeah but anyway I'm very passionate about buns and burgers and stuff so yeah no, um, I'm with you I'm with you yeah what are your thoughts on um, have you had Brother Baba? No. 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 What am I talking about? Um, Brother Burger. No. Um, no. Up on like I think it's Brunswick Street. No. Brother Burger. Really no. good. Oh, this one. Spotted Mallard had an amazing burger too. Ah. I can't remember what the burger was Maybe called. Maybe we should go out and get a burger one day. We should do a burger run. 
just go and have we like should do like 10 minute bur- burger podcasts just <laughs> like mini podcasts Tommy and Lockie have burgers yeah tell you yeah it'll have to be a video video a video podcast yeah done um, we can do this yeah. when I get back from America after having so yeah. many burgers exactly yeah I can tell you where the best ribs are in Melbourne okay yeah Ike's Rack Shack yeah. at the Beaufort in Carlton it's amazing good it's amazing they also yeah cornbread but anyway yeah. we can talk forever about food ooh yeah why do you like taking pretty pictures? Why do you like taking photos? Oh, it kind of just started... I don't even know, man. Like, I think I've always had, like, a visual kind of eye for stuff. So, like, design, I was always, like... Growing up, was drawing, illustrating, and then started doing more graphic design kind of stuff in high school. I wanted yeah. to do that as a profession. And then failed photography at uni, which is great. <laughs> that's How good is that? That's the best. I like, love that. There's, if, if you need a, I guess, a an actual example of someone who is amazing at what they do and like I love your photos yeah. and obviously you've started taking a fair few photos here so I have to say that <laughs> but if you you want an example of someone failed photography yet you're an amazing photographer yeah like, it's one amazing. of those ones like and like I didn't know I wanted to do photography then and it was kind of like you took photos like you thought you wanted to take photos like oh let's get some close up with like a log or like, <laughs> some flowers you're like why is this photography yeah. like photography is like capturing a moment and a place or a person or a thing like yeah. that's what it is it's capturing a, a, a something it's not just like photography is doing this like yeah so I don't know I I got a, a camera that Danny sold to me awesome Danny again another shout out boys getting a lot of shout outs yeah um, so he's an amazing photographer he's a massive like photography mentor of mine also he's he was like named one of the best five wedding photographers in Melbourne that's recently awesome. like that's he's cool. incredible Danny.Miller on Instagram get around him he's I don't actually he only posts he only posts wedding stuff let's be honest boring which is pretty boring but his story is usually pretty good okay um, but yeah amazing photographer taught me a lot so I bought his old camera when he was updating um, didn't really know what I was doing with it just had an interest point and shoot point and shoot and just kind of like just learn by doing really like yeah cool no formal training other than just like hanging out with some some fun friends like I like that yeah that's the best way to learn though totally because um, you learn well, with you, experience yeah and you make mistakes and you slowly learn and like you just like get some information from a friend like hey shot this how would you edit this what would you yeah. do in the future and like you learn by stuffing up yourself like yeah. so you shoot something a certain way so you like really underexpose something or you had some some kind of settings that you were running with and then you're trying to edit it later and you're like why did I do this this is really hard and then you slowly adapt and you you figure out how to make your life easier and yeah. you just slowly slowly get better it's like anything um, just mastering your craft yeah sharpening the sword that's one of those ones and then <laughs> sharpening the sword just yeah knowing what you're good at or good at and slowly making it better totally and then so it kind of started um, just with travelling a lot and I just liked taking photos while travelling capturing what you're doing yeah interesting yeah, things interesting people um, yeah capturing that that kind of time that's cool um but yeah, and then it just became a really good way, like, don't listen to this tax man, but a really good way to like ride off the trip yeah. as a yeah. way. So like I've had two exhibitions so far from two of my bigger trips. The first one was like my first kind of solo trip was yeah. to New York. Went to New York for like a week and a half and then went to see Caleb and Tash down in DC area for Thanksgiving and then back to New York for a week. Cool. It was cool. So that was my first trip. Did like a New York show. 
that was awesome. And then the next one I did with Danny, we did a combined show. That last like one was isolated in America. That was amazing. It was super cool. Not the like, worst two parts of the world to take photos of. Pretty though. good. Yeah. Like Iceland is ridiculous. Like super incredible. But yeah, just the way to be like, cool, I'm going to travel and then I'm going to come back and have an exhibition, show my work, hopefully yeah. people like it and I can kind of make some money back on the trip or yeah. whatever. If I can kind of get back and have travelled and then be like neutral money like yeah, dream that's a win dream like that perfect is dream. world yeah yeah totally and like people seem to like it and I've kind of picked up a few little jobs here and there doing more more photography I just think I just like capturing a moment without being staged if possible yeah like that's the big thing to me like yeah. as, as candid as possible and that's they're the best photos because totally. you can see the authenticity yeah in the photo that's it and you're trying to like cool how can I capture this and like I don't know make it look how I see it yeah like because you know what it's like you can take a photo and you're like oh, that kind of looks okay but yeah. it's not what I'm I know seeing what I know what in my head you had, yeah. you had an idea and totally. you had something that you wanted to look yeah. like and being able to translate that and make it look as amazing as it is in and real when life. you actually do get those photos and you look at it you're like yeah that's yeah. it and you know like well, you like, know when you take a good photo those photos of you like doing farmers oh, yeah. and you're just like looking at your shoulders and your veins everywhere just like pops I am actually a rig (laughs) (laughs) it's nice to get and (laughs) all photography in the gym is just lighting and and good angles and stuff and that was that hit my good angle that hit my best angle that hit my good side mate I'll share share it to everyone because I'm pretty happy with the photo oh mate boys got some shoulders we got (laughs) Um, yeah we don't know this yet but remember how I asked you about what camera I should get yeah well it's on the way sick but I'm, I'm going under your wing. You're yeah. going to teach me how to take rad oh, photos. Oh, mate. It's, it is. It's just Be like, my photography mentor. Cause yeah, done. Like, I kind of, when we went to New Zealand, early in the year, I just kind of dabbled and like I took my mum's SLR and yeah. just winged it. Didn't, didn't um, edit anything. Just took cool photos and totally. of, of our trip and like kind of look back now at them and like, very average photos but when we were there it was just but a lot it's of fun about capturing a memory yeah well. exactly Sometimes and I'll look through that and I'll have the whole trip yeah dude I'll, I'll take go, some, oh shit I remember that, that I'll take awesome. crap as photos on my phone just for the memory sake yeah. like it's, it's such a valuable the thing best, like, the best thing I did was buy a 256 gigabyte iPhone yeah because so, I've got like 9,000 photos that have all been taken since Feb yeah so I can look back and see like a thousand different um, it's great different hey. moments yeah but like I had a, started having a play with the uh, the what's the setting where you do it over uh, a little bit of time so you get like no you get like cool waterfalls and shit oh like um, like slow shutter speeds yeah yeah like and I had no idea what I was doing like I literally googled it like the day we were there yeah of how to take slow shutter speeds looking at waterfalls yeah and I managed to get some really really cool photos most of which cool there's, there's a couple of glutes in it but mate. I feel like you should do an exhibition of you just like <laughs> just include just with your I don't know how KP feels about that what she likes to keep those for herself yeah yeah. I might put some up in the wall in our room or something yeah just yeah put that somewhere just for KP but just like this is just me winging it mate that's good I know yeah I like it I took like maybe 10 good photos out of like yeah. a thousand it looks like but it should be a motivational poster about persistence exactly exactly why Lachlan Wallace <laughs> what? Water doesn't cut through rock because of its power. It cuts through because of its persistence. Oh, can we please put that up? A lot. I'm going to say it here. My dream is to have, have an exhibition at the Nook at some point in the next five years. Boom, it's on a podcast now. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's the best. Just take cool photos. Yeah. But oh, maybe, maybe we'll be able to... We've got eight months till South America. Till yeah. Go, go oh, James, mate. So. Heaps of time. Heaps of <laughs> time. Really cool. what, why do you love to travel? 
Oh, why wouldn't you love to travel? Yeah, I don't that's, know. That's a good answer. For me, it's just there's so much of the world to experience. I think I just didn't know a lot about myself. Like yeah. after after high school, pretty sheltered high school, went to um, a Christian high school and was kind of like, ah, oh, I'm not a, not a Christian. I kind of learned a lot of stuff and just wasn't yeah wasn't that. And then went to uni, kind of like met lots of different people, and then was like, whoa, I'm missing something, and that was. That's cool. Missing God. So stuff like that. Just didn't know much about myself. Was on a massive journey with that stuff. And then just like travel is such a good way to kind of just shake you up. And like yeah. Look at Make everyone else. How insignificant you are. Totally. And yeah. just like, even if you are traveling, like I've traveled a little bit to like, um, like Asia and stuff where it's, it's not all Western. It's pretty mind blowing, isn't it? Totally. So but even like just seeing how different the West is and just like meeting different people and just like learning to be humble and just realizing how different everyone can be and still get along and yeah. like stuff like that is just massive um, but yeah and there's so much of the world to see and like I'm a very visual person so seeing like that kind of seeing nature seeing like places like New York which I idolized for so yeah. long doing things like going over to America to snowboard stuff like that was massive and something that I've been wanting to do like through high school was like I'm going to go to America and Canada and snowboard because that's what I want to do Yeah, and I did it and I was like wow I actually just like travelling like the snowboarding was awesome but yeah. just going to different places so this trip I'm about to leave on in a couple of weeks well I will be away when this releases Holy, it's like that just hurts my head thinking about <laughs> it what where are you going how long are you going for this will be like my 6th trip to America in like 5 years that's crazy what the heck what? Hawaii counts Hawaii, yeah Hawaii counts Hawaii counts well, I've been in the US twice in the last five years. Then. There you go. But I haven't been to mainland US yet. Yep. Um, so this one is for Danny again. Third shout out for Danny. This guy is popular. <laughs> um, he's he's getting married. Hey. Um, congratulations. This would be getting married on the 15th. This might even be about when this drops. I'll try and do it on the same day. That'd be the best. Congra- the Congratulations yeah. Danny podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he's getting married in Canada. And then Good. Heath, who everyone probably know from Common Folk. The great man is coming with me. Good. We're DJing at the wedding, which would be horrendous. <laughs> That's a week. <laughs> but a lot of fun. Um, and then we're traveling around America uh, for a bit. And then, yeah, for a while. That's and super cool. Coming home. Awesome. Be sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So this time we're doing the South. I've done a lot of other parts of America. So we're doing Texas, New Orleans. Bit New Orleans kind of would be sick. Oh, man. Just like the food, like barbecue. Yeah. It's, on the, it's, on the, it's on the list. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Music. It's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. So it'll be good. And then, yeah, then back into reality, I back guess. Back into reality. Back into yeah, so back into loving what you do. It's the worst thing. I know. Like, oh, I have to come back to a job that I love. Yeah. It sucks. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, like, both sides make you appreciate either one. Like, totally. When you're away, you appreciate home that little bit more. Big time. And when you're here, you appreciate that travel a little bit more. Big I think time. It, get, I, I know. So, there's something magical for me about getting out of your bubble. Totally. And getting out of that echo chamber that you're so used to and yep. the, the same people and places and things like that. Yeah. I think travel shakes that up for sure. For sure. Like, the idea of, I don't know, like, I do love what I do, but, like, the getting up every day and doing stuff, doing stuff, doing stuff. Yeah. To flip that and then all of a sudden be like, cool, I don't have to do anything today. Yeah. And I'm, like, free to just You chase do. what you want. You're like, oh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. so Danny and I have travelled a bit together and just, like... Fourth shout out, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but we just drive for like days. That's like cool. so, we get up, we drive. Danny usually get up late because he's just late always. Yeah. But yeah, we just drive, and it'd be like four or five in the afternoon. Be like, 
probably should figure out where we're staying tonight and so yeah. I jump on like booking.com on That's the phone so cool. like where are we booking where do you reckon we'll make it to that's the cool. hard way a couple of times like make sure you go for 24 hour booking that's a bit of advice mm. so if you can do 24 hour check-ins that's the dream then no matter <laughs> that's what the dream. no matter how late you arrive you can yeah. still sleep like that's yeah. the goal like we've had some hectic we came so this time we were in San Diego and I'd booked tickets to go to the playoffs in LA at Stable Center yeah. to see Houston and the Clippers play um, this was the game that Austin Rivers went off if anyone out there remembers that it's a couple of years ago. But basically, so we bought tickets, um, drove back heaps, got there for the game. After the game left, drove hours into like the middle towards Nevada to Death Valley, slept there, woke up in the morning, and I've got no. this like ripper photo of like Danny brushing his teeth in the middle of Death Valley. That's like, so cool. But just like, just drove way well, too much. That's the best thing about travel because you don't, it's like, the you, there's no. If your day is here, you've got your start line, you've got your finish line, you've got yeah. everything in the middle, you know more or less what's going to happen. Yeah. I travel, you don't have that. Yeah. I'm not going back to my bed tonight. Totally. I'm going to be somewhere else. Yeah. And yeah. just, America is such a good city for road trips like that. Like, country. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. America, it's a, it's a big it's city. It's a really good city. No, definitely a country. <laughs> yeah, I should know that. Uh, a great country for it because you can just, there's so much diversity. Like, yeah. Everyone's actually really lovely. Like, I never felt unsafe. Everyone was always really kind. That's cool. Everyone likes Australians as well. That's the thing. Like, I think, uh, for me, if you go with an attitude of being humble and, like, inquisitive about a country and yeah, not, and like, wanting to learn. you're not imposing your will yeah. on someone, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Going there with a humility and just, like, wanting to experience that culture, it's amazing. Like, it's people call. are usually hospitable and, like, um, yeah, you hear you hear all this the crazy stuff going on in the world and all yeah. the bad stuff, but at the end of the day, majority, the vast majority of people just want to be happy and healthy and friendly totally. and and want to want to learn and, and yeah. stuff. And when you find that overseas in in a in a different environment, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's the best thing about it. And like making friends overseas is like one of the best things. Like, got a bunch of friends, like Instagram friends up in Seattle and That's stuff so cool. that I can go hang out with, and then yeah made some friends down in Texas like you just slowly meet people and you just get to know people like best advice and this is probably what like Danny and I do and Heath and I will do a lot is like obviously we like coffee so like that's first thing on the list but yeah. it's also such a great way to figure out what to do with the rest of your day so yeah. you wake up you like research you find the best coffee shops yeah. you go to a roastery or something which is usually going to be the best yeah. and you just talk to the baristas or like the staff and be like hey and we're in this like, town yeah. That's and cool. like you can imagine if someone like from out of town came to work out here or came to Comfort yeah. for a coffee yeah. I'm just like hey we just like wanted to stop in go to the gym stuff but now we're on like holidays what do we do like you'd have so many recommendations and you'd be like yeah. you're, a plugged, this, in, this, you're a plugged in like creative active person in the yeah. community it's really, really like, good idea it's the best way and if you start asking baristas or like staff members at cafes like what to do in and around like you're like here, we're here for a day yeah. we're really what do we food do? like where's the best place to go well, man, if someone asked me that I'd give them the best day on the peninsula that's like, it like, like, so but, why but there's no reason why you have to do that on the other side of the world either totally Fuck, we, should yeah. do, we should do that we should go to, like it's so good just even like just around city or you go like drive half an hour in one direction yep. go to a cafe and, and talk to someone they'll tell you some pretty cool things to do totally and you wouldn't have thought of and yeah. like you get that real experience of like um I don't know what the locals live like. I've never been one to like, cool, let's go see this monument or this building or, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like I'm happy to see it but it's also like, 
it's a thing. Yeah. I want to experience culture. See I want to experience people, people and the culture around that monument. Totally. Yeah. You it's can do so both. Different. Yeah. You definitely do both. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. Yeah, that's super cool. And then you might make a friend and then you've got to catch town next time. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> Net- network for couches to sleep on. Also, a side effect of that, when people get married, then you have to fly to their weddings. Yeah. Tough. Yeah, bummer. But bummer. also awesome. Well, that's why, that's, that's why James and I are going to South America because yeah. one of his mates is getting married. That's it. Like, it's an amazing thing, yeah. but it's also like, oh, so many international friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got like... I kind of hate destination weddings in a way, but at the same time, I kind of love destination just destination weddings. Depends where it is. Depends where it is. It's Bali all the time. It's Bali. Oh yeah, stop getting married in Bali, guys. <laughs> everyone, shout out to everyone who's <laughs> not getting married in Bali. Well, one of one of my mates, shout out to Matt. He uh, he sent me his wedding invitation, and I was like, I was like, yep, sweet, I'll be able to go South South Africa. And I was like, fuck Man. yeah, that's amazing. Like, I always want to go to Cape Town. So cool. And I'm like, that's sick. And then I looked at it. And it's the same date we're in South America. No. I'm like, South, different continent. Damn it. No. Not even close. Like, not <laughs> even close. Like, couldn't be further away. So, oh. so yeah, unfortunately, I'm going uh, to have to go, go visit those guys at another time, which is oh. not the worst worst problem to have. No. No. That's pretty cool. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. What, like, you probably kind of half answered, but what, what's your favorite part of the world? What's your favorite place in the world? Oh, I've done a lot of America now, yeah. but... Uh, it's really tough. I think, man, Australia's pretty beautiful. Like, every time you come home, like... There's no place like home. There's no place, especially the peninsula. Like, we're super yeah. lucky. I don't think enough people know about it, and I kind of don't want them to know no. about it. No. It is really beautiful. But if I couldn't pick Australia, it'd probably be New York. Awesome. Ah, just, Why? It's just got me. Like, it's just, just got me. Like, you can be on the subway, and this is, like, one of those, like, crazy moments where you're just, like, sitting on the subway and it's packed and you're just like sitting there and you're like that person there's like clearly got like gym clothes or something or like that yeah. person's just come from like dance lessons people watching like, but just like so many people living so many different lives yeah. and like you even see it in Melbourne like in a city of that size like people can be doing random things but there's a community around it like yeah. you could be a unicyclist in Mornington <laughs> and you're not going to have any mates because obviously <laughs> you're not well well uh, yeah mate shout out to all those unicyclists <laughs> Yeah, there's probably only... Nah, but, like, in a city, mm. you can find enough people that are engaged with that. Yeah. You can find How many like, people live in New York? Uh, it's, like, 18 million, That's I think, crazy. So, which is almost, like almost Australia's population. Nearly Australia's in population. In if you, city. like, expanded New York out a little bit, you would get Australia's population in a city, pretty yeah. much. Like, it's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's but, cool. like, just thinking about that and how, like, you, like, look up at a building, like, that building has more people in it than Frankston. Like, that's yeah. fucking crazy. Shit. Like, right now. It's pretty humbling. Pretty humbling, like for sure. But also, like any kind of food you like, any kind <laughs> of anything you like. Like, yeah. if you have an interest in something, there will be somewhere for it to be Shit, expressed yeah. Yeah, and done. It's just one of those like incredible things, and the sheer scale of everything there. Like, it's got this like beauty to it as well. Like, I don't know. Some because people like so hate. Yeah, some people hate like cityscapes. There's always like, noise oh, as well. Man, That'd be amazing. yeah. Just like cultural differences, like different sections of like Brooklyn and you can go into like the deeper parts where it's like um, like Haitian communities and stuff like that like just seeing like how diverse communities within a communities city within communities yeah, yeah how diverse a city is how everyone actually gets along pretty well like yeah. it's it's super unique and like everyone's kind of I don't know a more well-rounded human because of there's so many that. different humans around yeah and you do realise like 
might sound bad, but Montepensil is extremely white. Like, oh, well, yeah, it's it's not the most diverse part of the no, world. So, which, it's, which is probably one of its main or its only detriments. Yeah, it, it's there's no. That's it. And yeah. it's like, oh, I just feel I feel hungry for that culture. Like, yeah. what's different? Like, yeah, it's super exciting and like fulfilling. Yeah, to, like, learn about awesome. other people. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's super super cool. Yeah, and New York's beautiful. Like, oh, it's making me want to travel. Do it. Have you been to New York? No. Nah. Why not? Well, I just haven't. <laughs> you've been America, mainland? No, I haven't been mainland. Uh, you've no, just been Hawaii. No. So, yeah, I've done like a big chunk of Asia. I've done New Zealand. I've done Hawaii a couple of times, but yeah. I've done big chunks of Australia, but yeah, never been to America. So, South yeah. America next year will be very eye-opening. Yeah, it's man. super cool. Oh, really I'm hanging out for America. it. I want to go everywhere, though. Everywhere yeah. I haven't been. Yeah. There's nowhere of... I can't think of a place. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to go there. I was, um, I was having a chat with, with Jess Ryan. Shout out. And we're talking about goals and how that we, we need to stop putting ceilings on it. Mm. And one of the things that I was like, fuck, I've never really set travel goals, but yeah, every continent in the next five years. That's cool. I think I set that today without realizing. I like that. It's on yeah. the podcast. Now. Hey, it's on the podcast. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to have to listen back and write down all the stuff I said I'd do. <laughs> do you want to put it on there that you're getting a tattoo or something? Let's do this. Mate, would you put a bump sticker on a Lamborghini? Yes. Yeah, if it was a Virtus one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I have no need. I've no need or, or want or desire to get a tattoo. Yeah. I don't think I wouldn't. Yeah. But I just I feel like for me tattoos have to be important. Yeah. Like it's I don't know. Says it'd be guy, cool. I get have a martini glass and a basketball on my ankle. That's, that's cool. Shout out Tristan River yeah. for the shitty home job tattoos. Yeah. We talked about that in the snake hole one. Yeah. Talked about games of. Noughts and crosses. Noughts and crosses. That's no. Yeah. See, that, that's the kind of community and fun that you, the people, yep. more people need to be a Scar part of. for life, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> for life. I don't know. I might get a Virtus V sometime, some yeah. point. That's it. Well, Sammy Kex because of like common folk on him. That's cool. Just because like, just of what it means to me. Totally. Like, and the thought of, like, Sammy said, if I sold common folk one day, like, it's still an amazing part of my life. Yeah. And I did so much and I learned so much. Like, yeah. regardless, and I think that's the same. I'm thing looking forward to having him on when he gets back. I haven't asked him yet, he but sucks. I'm sure he's keen. He sucks. He'd be pretty boring. You just talk about you and Heath and yeah. Shannon and all the cool, he's not very cool interesting cats. either. No, nah, actually pretty really boring. Yeah, right. he's gonna hate that. Really like basic. He's gonna be like, all right, what stories do I have? <laughs> just a basic guy, like nothing interesting. He's a loser. Just vanilla. Big fan. Big fan. He's like the bottom <laughs> half of a muffin. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. No one's that. <laughs> yeah, like if someone asks. Ask me what Virtus means to me. Like I could, I could just sit there and talk all day. Yeah. Which I think, like that's kind of the only thing at this stage of my life that I would think about maybe getting tattooed somewhere. Yeah. But, but even then, you don't have to. No. Like yeah, it's still yeah. The V is still important to me. Exactly. Regardless. Yeah. Talk to me about gin. Oh, my man. Cool. I've probably had, and you're gonna hate this so much, but I've probably had five glasses of gin ever. It's allowed. Like, and I like. This didn't do it. Didn't do it for me. I don't. Sh- I don't get it. Shout out to Heath. If you don't like gin, you just haven't had the right gin yet. Okay. All right. Is oh that, man, that's a good quote. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Heck yeah. Boys, boys are genius. Boys are genius. <laughs> um, but basically, so like Heath and Bestie and I, um, all just had a mutual love for gin. Decided that we would start drinking gin on Mondays, and that's where it started. Nice. I like um, that it's Mondays and it's not Fridays. Totally. Well, it was the day that we were working. Yeah. This is how it Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it's like Heath, Heath I was hoping there'd be a deeper reason for nope. it. We wanted for enjoyment <laughs> All just happened to be in the weekend. building. Yeah, okay. Good. But it, it fits now and it's stuck, so... What's your gin club called? Uh, we are Drops of Juniper. Drops of Juniper. We are a gin and DJing collective. <laughs> 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 so Drops of Juniper has double meaning because it's like... 
Juniper as in gin. And drops. And drops. Yeah, like good, bass drops. Good. Why good, you, good. I got the Juniper bit, but I never knew the drops bit. So Boom. there, you go. there you go. And it's also just a banger of a track, Drops of Jupiter. Yeah, true. True. Which is good. So yeah, we... We partake in gin every Monday. We partake. Good. Uh, we always Once try to find something Once 40 seasons over, I'll have to join you. Jump in, man. It's always good. It's just good, like, trying different gins, talking about it. It's just a social thing as well as a delicious thing. And it's like, quality-based. It's good. That's it. It's always about... Well, the idea was, like, you can go buy an expensive bottle of gin by yourself and then, like, not share it with anyone. What's the point? Didn't the LD, LD Gin win Best Gin or one of the best Yeah, gins? Is I that, got tagged in that about 35 times. Yeah, so I'd, people now know that I like gin and we... Us boys like gin, yeah. So we get tagged and stuff like that all the time. Um, we haven't had it. I don't think it was available in this Aldi. Okay. I think it was just right. in London or in England. So, um, I would probably yeah. open your mind a little bit to we'll, not we'll just try expensive gins. No, totally. We're happy to gin, try we'll it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we go to Bad Frankie as well up in the city on Smith Street, just off Smith Street. Shout out to our uh, Shelby and Seb, legends at Bad awesome. Frankie. Is that where you were last week? Yeah. Yeah. Like once a week, it's our local that's like fifty minutes away. <laughs> it's the local, local that costs hundred bucks on Uber to get home. Yeah, savage. That's the hard part. But um, they've they're an all Australian gin and whiskey bar. Awesome. Um, so it's really good to just try lots of like local stuff, and it's amazing to see. That, like I think Seb posted the other day, there's over a hundred um different spirit makers in Australia now. Like, really, that's super cool. You makers. wouldn't wouldn't think huge, that, would you? Like, huge. Someone not in the space. Nah, that's it. So it's like, it's massive to see that like so many people are doing what they love and like kind of pushing the boundaries. We've got a lot of like local makers and yeah, stuff like that's that. That's awesome. So and then, and then you're supporting local business and exactly. people that are doing things they love anyway. So it's Yeah. Weird. And it's like, if you've got the option, there's two things on the shelf that both cost $70. You can buy like some crappy Bombay Sapphire or you can buy something local, something local and delicious that was like awesome and supporting a dude like yeah. or a girl that's doing something local like Bass and Flinders they're doing some cool stuff near us like Four Pillars are doing some cool stuff like there's lots of local dudes what date are you back stuff. from your trip I'm back on the 2nd of November oh fuck that's ages away it's so long man I might sub in for you and drop some done. Done. done can you DJ no not good because neither can I <laughs> <laughs> good good <laughs> you're hired yeah oh, I like yeah. it Oh, sorry, Virtus, I'm out. <laughs> DJ, this Chris is my resignation on the podcast. <laughs> You're going to be the next Steve Aoki, I think. <laughs> Jesus. <God. laughs> no, it's super, it's super cool that you found something that you. It's kind of like a mutual appreciation society. Isn't yeah, it? it's it's really cool. Um, just yeah. So I was talking to Seb at Bad Frankie, and he wants to do something similar up there, and just like because he gets people coming to him with lots of new stuff. So he's like, yeah. it'd be cool just to have like you guys and a bunch of other people come in on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and we'll just taste some new samples and stuff and like cool. just like create a community yeah yeah yeah. it's cool it's, it's cool when communities are built around mutual appreciation for something totally. appreciation for something and something yeah. that people love and passionate about because then everyone keeps coming back to the well because they're always going to get something different out of it yeah it's cool for sure talk to me about seasons oh seasons <laughs> segway this is, this is a big thing and this is a big thing to do with like my faith and being obedient to what God's telling me to do yeah so I feel like a lot of Christians would have heard of seasons, but I feel like it's important regardless of your faith and what you believe. But I feel like a lot of the times we're stuck in a season. So for me, I think this season at the moment is a lot of learning how to listen. Like I, I would identify myself as a lot of a fixer. Like people will say something to me and I'm like, right, cool, this is how you fix it. Yeah, yeah, do this, do this, do this, do this. And like a few, a few people have like recently been like needing me to like listen and just shut up. 
like and that's a big thing for me it's like learning how to listen and then also like and you've definitely helped with this is like how to look after myself so I can help others like because a lot of time I just take on burdens take on take on stuff there's something I'm good at suggesting and not great at doing myself but I'm getting it's tough man it is super tough use the analogy like you've got a cup filled with water yeah and that water well we all need to drink water and Mm -hmm. if you have five people that you're dishing a little bit of that water out to you get less water totally if you're not looking after yourself you can't look after other people so you need to find those ways of refilling that cup to allow you to look after everyone else totally so like being healthy like making sure you're moving like getting getting the dolphins flowing all that kind of stuff like it's super important in like making sure you're like mentally and like physically healthy I love you said dolphins it is the dolphins the dolphins (laughs) in dolphins no no no, definitely dolphins in dolphins the dolphins Steezy Shout out, Steezy. But yeah, so I think like that's my season at the moment. But I think like if everyone like can identify the season that they're currently in, yeah, and kind of like like lean into that. Like that's cool. Sometimes it's gonna suck. Rather like, pulling away. Yeah, you're gonna be in a season. It's gonna be like this could be a shitty season. Like it's really tough. But then also like you'll be in some good seasons. So growth period as well. Growth periods you can be in like times of celebration and like yeah we've we've hit a point and this is amazing and you've probably like you could probably talk about the seasons you've had to revert us like oh man I could yeah. like it's almost like chapters like you, you're talking about chapters, like chapters is cool I like that yeah chapters is cool because like you're basically writing a book of your life totally and like chapters. where would you break it up it's not like exactly six months every time yeah but it'd be like these are like clear periods of time where this was like the focus on what was happening yeah and just like really just lean into those and like I don't know what what am I supposed to be learning here what am I supposed to be celebrating? What am I supposed to be doing? So, yeah. big thing for me is like listening to God and talking to God about that, at. and just like what's supposed to be happening here. Like, and just if you're supposed to be doing something, like be obedient to that and okay, lean in. It might suck and it might not be what you want or what you plan, but what you think you want. But totally, yeah, yeah. So, like an example, like when I first started Common Folk, I think it was like uh, two weeks after that, I got an offer to go work in New York, really uh, roasting coffee. Yeah big money big everything I've always wanted to live overseas I love New York yep. I wanted to do it with coffee great opportunity how long ago was that? Uh, literally like pff, would have been July last year okay um, big opportunity sent a grant on paper just couldn't get any peace about it prayed about it everything just could yep. not find any peace and it was like okay cool my season is a common folk this yep. is what I'm doing cool and you just had to like come to that realisation and like there's such a peace about that knowing that like it shouldn't awesome. I don't know, like, you can still question and think and wonder what would it have been like, what would it have been like, but I don't know, there's like, you know, deep inside, like, what even if you know with faith, like, yeah. you know what, yeah. what you're supposed to be doing, those kind of things. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm someone who, <clears throat> like, I'm, I don't have any faith at all in terms of, like, a high power or anything like that. Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of, I've got a thing where I hate, I hate when people say that things happen for a reason mm. because it, it kind of takes power away, I think. Yeah. And it takes <clears throat> it takes ownership away and, like, I think things happen when you do things. But yep. I've got a kind of a little saying I'll say to a lot of the interns and KP and stuff that I don't think things happen for a reason, but things kind of happen for a reason. If you yep. do the right things for the right reasons. Yeah. Because you're... Yeah, it, like things will happen the way totally. you the way you want it to, yep. or the way they should. Not necessarily the way you want it to, but the way they should. And it might yeah. take six months or ten months or yeah. three months of just slogging it out. But yeah. things will end up totally the way they should be, yeah. the way they're meant to be. Yeah, I think things will happen. Like I'm still kind of fighting with that a little bit. It's tough, man. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of times you'll be presented with opportunities, yeah, or options or things like that, and like 
the choice is still yours. Like, yeah. It could go either way. Like, I think that's what's meant to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, things happen for a reason. Yeah. Is like, you're given this crossroad of, like, decision-making. Yeah. That's what you're given. Yeah. Not so much, like, fate and you have no say in <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. just along for the ride. Exactly. I think I just like, need a better way to articulate that, I, I'm that totally feeling. with you, man. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But that was a big thing. So, like, being obedient is so tough. Mm. Um, but, yeah, for, for me and my faith, that's a big thing. Like, I don't know, just to have that peace. And, like, I'm so happy that I'm, I've been a convert because, yeah, like, awesome. the relationship I've got to build, the yeah. things I've been able to do, like. And, like, it might have been my dream to go live overseas and do that kind of stuff, but I've got faith that if that's what's supposed to happen, it'll happen. it will. Yeah. And it'll be a better opportunity. It'll be a better, like. Yeah. It's almost a test. That's like, an awesome way of looking Yeah, at it. I feel like God could probably be like, hey, here's this opportunity. But like, <laughs> if you're a sucker and don't listen to me and take yeah. it, you won't be fulfilled and you won't feel like, I don't know, it's kind of a bit of a test for me maybe. Like, That's this really thing cool. that you thought you wanted and loved and needed yeah. is here for the taking if you want it. But I'm telling you, it's not right yet. And you're yeah. like, dude, why are you doing this to me? Why are you teasing me? What? Like, yeah. you really going to make me say no? Like, yeah, if it's meant to be, it'll come back around. Exactly. That's cool. Um, big. For the, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to word this question. For the bigoted, non-spiritual humans like myself, yeah. why do you have faith? For me, uh, it's, it's a really interesting one. So for me, like after high school, uh, I didn't think I was going to be a Christian. I was yeah. kind of like, oh, I'm a bit too smart for this, like whatever. Yeah. I know everything kind of thing. But I got to the stage of like, first couple of friends I met at uh, uni, yeah. like super sheltered peninsula, obviously. Going to uni was like, Muslim girl gay friend like just diversity I was like whoa amazing world's so different and like it wasn't that I was like shocked or like I don't know unsafe or anything like that but it was like whoa I'm missing kind of something there's yeah. something that I'm like there's yeah. a hole that's cool and that's what it was and I just kind of like talked to friends about it went back to church yep. and kind of found out that like what I was feeling missing was that was like my relationship with God and Jesus yeah and cool that I don't know that that was the hole and like I wasn't going to fill that with anything else um, good and just I don't know those kind of obedience things as well like God's provided in all those kind of times when I've had questions yeah there haven't been answers so it's something to, come, something to come back to it's just this I don't know it's and everyone's different man it's so hard to describe your faith yeah. and, it's and like, I love that because the first two words you said when I asked you was for me yeah, I think that's what's that's. I think that's why it's so important. Totally. As soon as you start to project the way you feel about things like that mm. on other people, and I've probably been guilty on it in the past. Yeah, because like for me, I can't get my head around it. Like yeah. around that's around it. faith and around God and things like that. And until you've like felt it or searched for it, yeah. like you you're not gonna like. Yeah, it's not an intellectual thing. It's like the hard yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and like I'm not spiritual, so, or I say I'm not spiritual, but there's certain things I'm spiritual about. So yeah. it's like, well, you know, you kind of you find your own. Yeah. I guess biases and opinions on yeah. things like that but that's I've no doubt that's going to change and yeah. it has changed and yeah. I've no doubt it's going to change over the next few years and yeah. whatever it ends up being it yeah. ends up being totally and I feel like for me it's a bit different like I found my faith kind of not really through any hardship whereas a lot of people will like hit rock bottom so that for me was like a bit different like a lot of people are like bottom out like oh, what the heck I need to find uh, find something and they're searching and they're looking and that's when they find God or They've yeah. grown up in a Christian household and then they've like had their parents' faith and that kind of stuff for ages. Yeah. And then they get to the stage like, whoa, I need to figure out what this is. It's so different to what uh, I was taught. 
all that kind of stuff and they have to like yeah but, but then themselves. figuring it out and finding it out for yourself that's totally. that's the best thing because it's yeah it's yours it's, it's not super interesting to find out how yeah. people how people came and go as well yeah. but yeah for me it was kind of just like i felt that missing when i kind of left my high school community and like those group of friends yeah and i was like oh that's what's missing i thought it was just friends yeah like, but it, it was this higher... It's good that you were able to identify what it was. Yeah. And it, it's not easy, like, you kind of... Because you're trying to learn, and I feel like... You kind of feel behind the eight ball, like, not having all that Bible knowledge or things growing up in church. But, yeah. like, people are pretty good about it. Basically, the biggest thing for me is, just like, that I take away from my relationship with God is, like, love everyone. Like, that's such a massive thing for me. Yeah. And, like, life is literally viewed through the prism of, like, loving others. That's it. Like... Everything, every, everything, everything else pales else, like, in significance. Like, I, I can't even think of anything else that doesn't fit in that prism of like, does this love others? Like, yeah. if it doesn't, then don't do it. Like, it's so such cool. an easy way to think about things, and it makes like those kind of decisions so much easier. Like, I love it. Yeah, that's super cool. That's a thing, and like, it's great to see that that, that kind of Christianity is still there. But like, all yeah. people think about is like the Christian telling you, no, don't do this, don't do this. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. And Christianity tells you to love. Like, that's the thing. And like. I've got a lot of, I guess, opinions on religion and they're probably yeah. a lot of, like, biases that <clears throat> I'm probably working through and changing and tweaking and things like that. But at the end of the day, I think religion will get to a point where... I don't think it's going to go anywhere, mm. but it'll get to a point where it's changed to the way you kind of you look at things rather than don't do this, don't do this, don't do yeah. this. Yeah, and that's um, it. Like, I don't think it could, like... We're, we're, we're evolving. Yeah, we're talking so we're, like... We're getting, getting there. Yeah. The don't do, the don't do is so dangerous as well. Like, yeah, it's almost as soon like, as you're telling other people how to live, then yeah. that's what creates that conflict. Yeah, which is why there's so many. Totally. To simplify it, yeah. worldwide of world <laughs> worldwide conflicts. So yeah. that's probably why a lot of those things are, are happening 100%. because people are telling people how to live. Yeah, and it's coming from like a point of like above and negative as yeah. opposed to like from within and yeah. love outwardly. Like, yeah. that's the big difference. I think if everyone was like loving each other, no matter what they're race, religion, anything. Like, yeah. The world's going to be a better place. Yeah, but it's coming from like, you're different. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People like, don't act what's different. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're different. I love yeah. you. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Yeah. What can I learn from you? How can, totally. how can, yeah. how can we mutually help each other be better? Yeah. I've got a bunch of questions for you and Ooh. I want them to be relatively succinct answers but you can go go nuts. I, <laughs> Am I going for the record? Mate, I, I, I think we've hit the record. Suck it, what can. time is it? Or we're like five minutes away from hitting the record. Suck Ten it, minutes away. Suck it, Cam. Cam, Cam, Cam and Palsy talk the longest, so you're yeah. officially talking longer than them. Yeah. Depends how many questions I've asked. We could shut it off now and Cam, Cam keeps the mantle. But I'm not going to. <laughs> <coughs> All right. I've, this is like a multi-layer question, so you can answer, answer each bit as you see fit. From whom or what do you draw inspiration? What are the things that have shaped you as a person? Oh, it'd be so many people like I feel like everyone I'm around has lots of little things that I like to take like like so skills wise like could be like Caleb roasting and like Danny photography those kind of things but then yeah. also like things about people I really appreciate like people's like willingness to give time and things like that like I wouldn't say anyone in particular or anything in particular but like bits from everyone and everything awesome. like how can I learn? Like, that's a really good part of who you are. Yeah. I love that about you and I want to try and be more like that. Good. Yeah. River answer. <laughs> what? Yeah. Cop out. <laughs> yeah, cop out. Boring. Not one thing. <laughs> what are you grateful for? <sighs> I'm grateful 
I mean, just being born where I was, having a loving family, that kind of stuff, like support networks, those kind of things I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah. I haven't had any like major kind of like crazy things happen in my life, any trauma or anything to deal with, like yeah. just super lucky like that. And I, I don't know, I feel like so many people have gone through some stuff yeah. that just like is like a massive handbrake, like you like to say, on their lives and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like I've got those and I feel super blessed that that's like something I'm not dealing with. Yeah. I like that. I went. Can't remember. I think it was when I hurt my shoulder. Like it was just like someone asked me how how I was feeling and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, worse things have happened to better people. Yeah. And like when you kind of allow yourself out of that poor me kind yep. of situation or blame mm. situation, then great gratitude is one of those things that just flows naturally. Totally. It's easy. Yeah. And like you, you said, like being in this part of the world, like. Oh. Yeah, we're in the best part. I like the way I look at it, and I, I haven't been to every part of the world, so I yeah. can't categorically confirm or deny, but I think this is the best part of the world. Totally. Because we're, yeah, we're pretty lucky. We've got a lot of rad things around us. Yeah. What is your greatest achievement thus far? Greatest achievement? It's an interesting question oh. at 25 years old. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be weird, but if you haven't seen it, and I, I think it's pretty good, uh, I made a secret Instagram about Heath. What? Have you heard of this? No. Oh. No. So it's called Keith Wurgis. So Heath Wurgis, <laughs> um, but with a K at the front of it. And it was his vegan, <laughs> vegan alter ego. No way. That's so amazing. it started, I was taking photos of him and writing vegan captions. Um, <laughs> and it was going for about three months. He had no idea. That's the best. Everyone at Comfort knew about it. His girlfriend knew about it. His housemates knew about it. Everyone. But he didn't. He had no idea. It was going oh, for about shit. three months. Uh, and like this is some of my best work like oh photos were average but the right kind of average for it but the copywriting like the comments That's and like the captions and the hashtags I was coming up with were absolute gold got it to have double the followers he had on his own Instagram <laughs> got that was getting offers from like vegan t-shirt companies for samples That's and stuff so like good. the idea was like to give it to him at our work Christmas party yeah. you know, I was gonna send him um, a bottle of Keith Butcher which was his brand that he'd come up with about kombucha it was his own oh, brand of kombucha so good. and then sent him a friend request from himself <laughs> just to freak out but, how, how did it all combinate uh, so like some stupid friends of his who I'm still salty about like, this is some of the, I'd be upset man they came in and they were like oh we saw your, your vegan Instagram he instantly turned around and was like Tommy what have you done like, wasn't even angry <laughs> that's I just, amazing I literally just dropped to the ground and was like just devastated for yeah the the months day. of work it's like no like I had people at Common Folk sending me photos, like, stuff like, use that's, this for Keith. That's like, incredible. It was, that's it's incredible. literally like, to keep up that level of prank yeah. for so long, yeah. at such a high quality, and like, him not know about it, I was like, that's good. It's a weird achievement, but I'm pretty proud, and it's still up, so if you want to go check it out. I'm going to check um, it out, and, and I want to do something in yeah. here. It's, I want to make a book because I, I don't want it to like ever disappear. Yeah. But like, just look at, go through every post and like, look at the level of and like, just the level of commitment to it. It's just, if you ever need a laugh, I tell you, like, it'll get you really happy because the faces he pulls in photos. Gorgeous. That's golden. Oh man. So that's a, it's quite an achievement. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. But I lost the love for it. I couldn't keep it going. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Well, when it, when the uh, gig was up, so when, they, to speak. when he found out, it just wasn't so. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I can't believe that. <laughs> That's, that's the best. And for those that don't know, Tommy's always around with his camera, so yeah. you know, he'll always be sneaking shots. And Common Folk's a place where there's always something going on, so you don't notice him as much. Yeah. Get some sneaky shots. That's amazing. Do you have any morning rituals? 
Oh, nope. Get up and go to work, I think. Good. Like, I think that's pretty good. No, yeah. I don't, actually. There you go. Yeah. If you could give teenage you one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, you're not going to figure it out. Don't try and figure it out. Good. Um, oh, and probably, yeah, be obedient to, like, um, opportunities and, like, things that you feel like are being placed in front of you for a reason. Like, Perfect. Yeah. Be willing like to fail. Like, Good. Failed at lots of stuff. Succeeded at lots of stuff and failed at lots of stuff. Like, yeah, or well, when you're allowed. fucked up, you really know... Yeah. Like, what's important and what you want and totally. all those kind of things. If you've learned one thing from that, like, it's worth it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What's the nicest thing you've ever done for someone? I've heard Keith Werges. <laughs> I've heard this on the podcast and I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to it's think it, about it. Like, uh, it's interesting. It's in- for me, an like, interesting one. I don't want to have to remember it because I feel like me being nice shouldn't be like ticking of a box or like think, an accomplishment. Yeah. Like, I just want to be someone who's nice all the time okay. and like the level of me being nice is irrelevant. It's me being nice. Like if it's a big thing, a little thing, yeah. the fact that I'm being nice to lots of people all the time and like the fact that I'm not keeping checks and balances like hey I did that nice thing for you once you yeah. jerk like why aren't you nice back to me like, <laughs> yeah exactly nice is unconditional well, having, yeah having those that accumulation of, of yeah. nice things that's, I'd like to think it's lots of little things all the time that keeps adding up to be the answer for pretty much everyone but totally it's an, inter- it's an interesting thought process yeah when you go well, am I a nice person I hope totally so. yeah. I'd like to think I'm a nice person <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> thanks what is the nicest no, I just asked that one. What am I smoking? It's been a long, long, long podcast, long and I need a, I need a, need a pee. Yeah, right. Because I drank too much water. Use one of those empty bottles. I think that's seven bottles. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last book you read, start to finish, and what did you learn from it? Um, I just finished Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance. It was good. Good man. Yeah. I like. It's really interesting. Like talking about um, just how different everything is. So like talking about different kinds of relationships, um, how like the age we're in now is like we've got this like unlimited platter of people um, essentially at our fingertips to meet yeah. and that's like stopping people from actually picking someone because it's always like what if someone better what if someone better what if someone better and like that inability to settle that's, down yeah, that's interesting um, um, even just modes of communication like how we're way more willing to like break up with people via text and stuff that, like, yeah, that's mind blowing for me all those kind of things like well for me like I really don't like phone calls if I don't know the person or what it's about like yeah. if someone just rings me I'm like I don't know what this is about like I don't want to pick up especially unknown numbers I'm like leave a message then I'll go back to you Yeah. but like I feel like that's massive for younger generations as well like they won't yeah. use their phones for calling so just like getting insights to that and yeah. I'd much rather sit there and talk to someone as, like that I know rather than texting totally. and Facebook and things like that yeah but you kind of like, I think if I know what it is yeah. totally fine with a phone call but yeah. when it's like an unknown there's that kind like, of anxiety of oh, like shit, who could it be what is it <laughs> what have I done wrong <laughs> yeah I don't know I can't explain it other than like I just feel really uncomfortable like with this phone ringing not knowing what it is I just don't like it yeah, I'm a right. weirdo yeah, I don't mind that <laughs> not that weird yeah. if you could have a billboard over the top of the Monash freeway what would be on it oh, man that's a weird one I like it um oh I don't know, maybe just like, man, that's a tough one. I think something that would like brighten people's days, so like maybe like some like photography, like a landscape or something, or cool. I don't know, if you could find like a quote that's not cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah, like that. I, like I don't know. I like yeah, that. that's a really interesting one. 
Yeah, I want to yeah, find. Think about that. I want to find a way to bring motivational quotes back. Yeah, I, I love a quote. Yeah, I just like they get so cheesy sometimes. Hey, and he's like, yeah, I go to put them in captions sometimes when I, yeah. when I put a photo up, and it's like, like, no, fun. what am I doing? You could You're just better like, than this. Just lean into it and just like do an emoji of cheese at the end of it. Just yeah. like lean in, like this is cheesy, but it's true too. Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing. A lot of them are. Yeah, well, they're they're there for a reason. Totally. Yeah. If you could give everyone in the world one personality trait, what would it be? Yeah, I thought about this one. Um, I think empathy. Good. I think, like, so the ability to, f- like, understand what someone's feeling. Like, so a lot of times yeah. you can be sympathetic, which means, like, you feel sorry for someone. Yeah, but you don't which is, actually like, put yourself in it. It doesn't really help, but, like, to, the, to feel like, oh, I understand what you're feeling, and then you can react in a better way. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if that happened for everyone, then everyone would be so much more understanding and, like, I don't know, the whole world would just, like, understand what everyone else is going through yeah be able to deal with it better and help actually rather than like oh I feel sorry for you like you unfortunate person here yeah. have this pity yeah have like, this pity because like pity is like one of those things that's really tough like yeah I think empathy is like I understand what you're feeling and I just want to help you be better so walk a mile in someone's shoes totally and then you're a mile away from them and you have their shoes suckers <laughs> <laughs> if you could be remembered in one sentence what would it be oh, uh, I think that I made people around me better. Good. Yeah. I love I that. It's, yeah. It's not about me so much, but like, cool. But like, yeah. was able to influence others and help, help them be better at what they were doing. Awesome. Yeah. All right, a couple of favourites to finish off. Good. Favourite hobby? Basketball. Good. Not good, but <laughs> I like it. Yeah, as long as you love it. <laughs> I Favourite? bet you at Vertisball. Yeah, it happened. That happened. A lot. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, we panned star Scotty the other day. Really? Yeah. What a Mitch day. Mitch on Good. Fire. Good. Yeah, Scotty. That's what we want. Poor dude. If you lose Virtus Ball and don't score, you get pantsed. Yeah. And then you have to play a whole other game of Virtus Ball on his jocks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awkward because like, people were certainly coming with VGT. Oh, no. Like, dude, hurry up. Quick, score. <laughs> What's your favourite resource for new information? It could be personal or professional. Oh, man, or both. Like, I, this is one that like, I don't really have one at the moment. I think it would just be like Instagram in general. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like a lot visual. of photography yeah. stuff. Um, I know a lot of people I follow or like pages I follow will like shoot me in directions to read more stuff. Yeah. Probably yeah. more people. I would yeah. be like people are a resource. Like if you recommended me to read something or like Bestie recommended I read something, like those kind of people. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I'm not really like... Yeah, yeah, that's a good way. That's a good, good one. You kind of get like, like nudged in certain directions totally. by the and people like, around you. By people I trust as well. Like if they're going to recommend something, it's going to be good. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, they're just going to recommend your shit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Favorites. What? What do we? Hit? We hit one of them before. Was it? It was music. song. We oh, hit song. music, man. This is What's tough. Fav- yeah, yeah. And, Recording artists. And Pulsey like hates this question. It sucks because he's like, he's like, can't quantify it. It's bullshit. Yeah. That's generally totally. how he said what he sounds like when he yeah. says it. So shout out to Palsy when you eventually listen to this in Legend. four weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I agree, I agree. But yes. I just want to first thing comes to mind. Um, mate, can't quantify it. Shut up, then. Don't ask me. <laughs> no, well, no, I have an answer. I might be out of a couple. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with giving a couple of answers. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Because they're amazing. Yeah. Queen. Because well, yeah. Yeah. But then. The two bands I fell in love with first, like I used to obviously listen to a lot of music with Dad, driving his car, he's like all of the like Queen and, and David Bowie and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But the two bands that I kind of fell in love with on my own first was Mystery Jets. Yeah. 
and the Kooks. There you go. Yeah. So that that they'd be the two. And Kooks come and falls, and I was like, nah, I'm done with festivals. And then Kooks fuck came out again. Not so. that good at festivals. I've seen a couple times. The average. Yeah, but it, it really depends when they when they're on. Yeah. So true. Like we saw them a couple of years ago, and like they weren't that great at festival, but then we yeah. saw them at um yeah festival hall after yeah like a couple of days after, and it was just like Maybe. ah yeah looks so dreamy with yeah. playing seaside to, and stuff yeah best if I had to pick one <laughs> pick I one think, like just on like quality like quantity of stuff that I like as well would be like Kanye in my head I was like he's gonna say I Kanye love Ka- I like. I love how nuts he is. Yeah, he's a nutcase. He's a crazy and I feel person. like so much of it is intentional, and people just think he's nuts. I'm like, yeah. he's nuts, but also like he knows he's nuts. People like talk about it. Up. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, That's like I just I love lots of different music. Like I, I couldn't pick one. That's fair. Genre like fair. pick a genre, That's and right. I can usually pick like two or three artists in that zone that yeah. like. Yeah, you asked me my current favorite song. It's either Dreams by Fleetwood Mac or Porcelain yeah. by Moby. Yeah, there you so, go. There you go. Yeah. It, it'll change next week. Tough. Back on hooked on a feeling. Yeah, <laughs> please don't. Favorite movie? Uh, I think it's The Warriors. Um, Warriors. Yeah. What a movie. Uh, yeah, that's it's good. It's just like I just it's love so like good. the. I've not watched that in a long time. Man, it's a ripper. Like, I have to bring it back. Yeah, it's real long, but I just love like. I don't know the different world they created, and I like loving New York as well. Like, yeah, yeah. You cool. just like you walk around New York, like this is such a sick place. That's, like, that's awesome. It's such a bizarre like world that they created, but I don't know. There's something about it I just love, and that video game was amazing. No, the old like, Xbox game, yeah, like okay. oh dang, that was really good. I like that. That was yeah, amazing. Favorite TV show? Ah, uh, it's probably like the first TV show that I like decided I liked myself was uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's why I go Great. for the Pistons. Amazing, that's super. Yeah, that's I picked awesome. my basketball team because of uh, liking them, and they lived in Detroit. Yeah, I just loved it. Like, and I'm one of three boys as well, so like, yeah. identified a lot with that. That's super cool. Um, yeah, ripping TV show. Ripping TV show. Still, still great. Got all of it on DVD. It needs to yeah. be on Netflix. So I don't have to put a DVD <laughs> yeah. in though. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, no fair call. <laughs> last, last question. What's your favorite quote? Favorite quote is probably mine. Like, nothing can't be improved. Good. I feel like it's awesome. a good way to look at everything. Like, if it, literally nothing I can think of can can't be get better. Yeah. Good. Like it can always get better. There's awesome. always a little adjustment or a little tweak or a way you can like want to do it better. And, that's and I think just the way thinking of it, even if you're not doing it, like just thinking of like how can it be better. Yeah, and it's it's a better way to look at it that like you will never be perfect. Yeah, it's more like everything can always get a little bit better. Yeah, and I think that's what makes successful people successful. They never are satisfied, never. Like, yeah. Not never happy because they're they're happy, but they're never satisfied in that that's the finished product. Yeah, and it's that understanding of. The understanding of nothing's perfect, but also the understanding of like that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's allowed. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly, nothing exactly. Will it doesn't have to be perfect. Totally, yeah. but it can always get better. Awesome. Yeah, love your work. Any more for any more? <laughs> I think it's good. I think that's it, mate. Thank you very right. much. This is a lot thank of fun. you for teaching me how to podcast. Oh yeah, this uh, is how you podcast, and I just wing it. Basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good man. Just press record and away you go. Mm-hmm. See you later, guys. Catch you later. Hey guys, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all learnt a little bit and got a lot out of it and had lots of fun. If you are a first-time listener and you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. If you are a long-time listener and you are still hanging on and you actually like the podcast and what we're putting out week after week, if you could share it, uh, if you could write a review, uh, if you could yeah get the word out a little bit, that would be fantastic. 
that's pretty much it from me today. Thank you very much for listening. Be amazing.